word of the day. It gives you in the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day. First one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. This is a weird one, guys. It's uh, it's not even a word. It's just October 23rd, just today's date. The birthday of the baddest chick you'll ever meet. Wife that girl up. She a dime is the explanation. Pretty shitty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not sure what to do with that. So that's that. Uh, thank you. Everybody. Maybe he's talking about that bad bitch you saw today at the gym. Bad bitch. I didn't see no bad bitch. Well, actually, I did. But that's <laughs> that's beside the point. Don't yeah. No, ignore that. All right. The other word, our like official word. Uh, consternation, a sudden alarming amazement or dread that results in utter confusion, dismay. There you go. That's what happened when I saw the chick at the gym today. Just utter consternation. <sighs> That's the word we do use today? Consternation. Well, we already did. We just used it. So we're good. Checklist. There you go. We're, we're off to a great start. Okay, special episode today because shout out to the PSPS, the public safety power shutoff. Thanks, PG&E. Uh, you can probably hear the generator in the back. Very subtly. Uh, and then we also have a new guest. Welcome, welcome, Dan. Welcome, Dan. Say hi. How's it going? Come Happy closer to, to the mic, please. Oh, yeah, first timer. First there you timer. go. You're all good. Don't worry. And we have the candle set up. What would, how would you describe this setup right now? <laughs> Real quick, just in, in like 10 words. I don't know if I, I don't know. I, uh, Beer, candles, cords, <laughs> no power. It's, it's my, my atmosphere. You know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I showed up a little late. I said it wasn't professional. And this is exactly what I was looking for, honestly. Well, we know Dan from back in high school. And Dan is currently the D-line coach at our old high school right Are now. Are you so really? Big football yeah. guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Big football guy. Yeah. Very cool. So we had to bring we're, – we're slowly trying to bring some legitimacy to the show. and <laughs> we, we have go. none. We have guests on. We have guests. We interview interesting guests. And now all of a sudden we have a coach. So we're just – we are climbing up the pecking order right there like just as far as guests go moving on up i like it all right uh you gentlemen ready yes sir ready let's get it on
and welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth and I am joined by my friends and co-hosts in that order, Brennan Flanagan Hello. and Daniel Benjamin. Good to be here. And as we introduced Dan just a moment ago, uh, D-line coach at Newman also went to school with us. So Dan, we've known you since we were 14, 14, 15. 14 sounds about right. Sounds good enough. I was going to say, I don't, yeah. So, okay, there you go. We go w- way back, like wave caps and all that good stuff. All right, so uh, let's get things off started real quick uh, with some Alpha Beta Zeta, Flan. Oh, well, oh, no. Uh, caught him off guard. <laughs> caught me off there. Okay, uh, I need an Alpha. Alpha, we're going to go with uh, Kawhi Leonard for our Alpha. Okay. 30 point debut. Actually, Kawhi and Kyrie Irving. Because mm, cool. Kyrie just dropped 50. On his opening debut, I did not know that. I yeah, don't think, I don't think. But they they, they lost. He 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 bricked the uh, the game tying shot. Very important. Always want to win the first game of the season. Don't care what anybody says. You want to set that. And then right away. Beta is back on Whoa, we're Kyrie. Going, we're going oh. back. We're going that fast. Okay. I oh, was gonna sorry. Say, what well, are we? I was really excited for this Beta. Kawhi, best player in the NBA right now. I would say so, though. I, yeah. After his so. finals performance, hard to argue. Yeah. Hard to argue that for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go to Beta then. Beta is uh, Kyrie Irving because he started getting how emotional. Can, how can you be the Alpha and the Beta at the no, same time? No, I'm going to tell you why. That seems like it's he got emotional during the uh, in player introductions this today, and it's not a very Alpha thing to do, you're get emotional. Ending <laughs> the space-time continuum if you're Alpha and Beta at the same time. That doesn't make, yeah, the, the crying thing was a little ridiculous. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that clip. That was not very cool. The Kyrie, Mr. Earth is flat. Wonder, yeah, <laughs> there you go. All right, and then your Zeta, the weirdest thing that happened. Uh, I'm not going to say weird, but I'm going to say disrespectful. Okay, what? Uh, I think you're probably going to talk about it later in the show, but MJ. Oh, oh man. Oh, Michael Jordan? Okay. I don't know if it was pl- I don't know if it was a joke or what it was, but that was... Here's the thing, fellas. All right, Jordan, great basketball player. We can't deny that. Probably, they, we, could argue, we could still argue, go around for days. The GOAT, right? Um, Michael Jordan, with his track record uh, with the uh, Charlotte Hornets and the, and the Bobcats... Not the greatest talent evaluator. So who is Jordan to fucking say whether Steph Curry's a Hall of Famer? I, did, I mean, sounded salty. I also think, wasn't he like sharing drinks with the guy interviewing him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jordan's just permanently <laughs> fucked up. Like, okay, he so kind of smirked when he said yeah, it. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, funny thing about that, they were doing tequila, and it was like a Good Morning America thing. Yeah. So it was like yeah. 6 in the morning. <laughs> that's, I, think, I, feel, I feel like the only person in America that drinks earlier in the day than Michael Jordan is Jerry Jones. So, And that's with the Johnny Walker Blue. So the two of them. Wouldn't that be an interesting conversation? Huh. Was there another video around Jerry Jones like hammered walking down Bourbon Street when they played? Was the he Saints hammered or was he just walking down Bourbon Street just <laughs> hyping, <laughs> hyping cowboy fans yeah, up on Bourbon Street? Old, like, yeah, yeah. They, could be just stumbling <laughs> in the street. You know what I don't? You know what I don't get? Citing another podcast, PMT is PFT when he makes the joke about Jerry Jones jerking off into people's shoes. I don't get that. Is he a known foot fetisher like Rex Ryan? News to me. Okay, I'm sorry that I took that there, but that's you should just, research it. Though. I was just very confused. That's all. Like it, it, I hear that joke often. I'm just like Jerry Jones, Johnny Walker Blue, and jerking off into people's shoes. That's that doesn't. That, those two are good visuals. Yeah. <laughs> and the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm gonna put that fun fact in as my Zeta. <laughs> Personal Zeta. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Yeah, weird guy of weird taste. 
So that'll do it for Alpha, Beta, Zeta. All right, I got a couple of talking points here, fellas. Let's start off with the first one. Let's just get this out of the way. Odell Beckham Jr. was fined because the uh, league didn't like the way that he was wearing his pants. Odell went and cried about it on Instagram and the thigh pads and seeing a guy running it. He, he turned into a physics major all of a sudden, explaining why he wouldn't get hurt if a guy was running into his leg pads. Does Odell have, a, for lack of a pun intended, a leg to stand on here? Or, or is, is this ridiculous? Odell should shut up. I'm not going to lie, this is news to me. It's news to you. I did not know this happened. $14,000 because he, yeah, 14000 because he's not wearing thigh pads. Uh, Mr. Former football uh, player and D-line coach, uh, thigh pads, important, yes or no? I'm going to say no. Okay. But it's it's his boss's rule. I mean, like, it's his job, you know? Like, he's yeah. got, uh, he's got a uniform that's implemented by his boss. That's in the contract, I'm sure. What about Odell with the watch? Is that too ridiculous, too? Is he getting a little out of here? Because, you know, you got guys that wear chains all the time, and unless you're Michael Crabtree, you're getting your chain snatched all the time. Well, if you're Michael Crabtree, you're getting your shit snatched all the time. So, like, what are we doing with the jewelry here? Like, the jewelry, the uniform, like, it's called a uniform for a reason, but I'm just curious, like, what, what, when does it stop with Odell? I think just who he is, honestly. I think that's how you got to go with it. Just constantly seeking attention. I mean, he was, I think he was kind of like that at LSU, if I remember, but um, he was always, I remember at LSU, he was always doing those one-handed catches in the end zone, he was always doing flashy stuff. I don't think he did anything in the uniform then, but I remember he was kind of like, like a flashy attention guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then then carried on to the NFL. Okay. Well, now he just has I mean, a lot of money. He probably had a lot of money already to LSU. You, but. Have, <laughs> you have the kicking net. You have the proposal to the kicking net. Uh, you, so with that, you had the pretending to pee, the, the look at me cleats, the watch, the orange Bentley. There's just a lot of stuff that's going on here with this guy. That And again, don't Sounds don't like a true Steeler fan. <laughs> it gets, no, no. gets gets gr- makes great catches. But, I mean, is, it's like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, I mean, is Odell really that great of a wide receiver? We can be completely honest here. Like, I mean, he's got that one long-ass run. But let's be – I'm just asking, and this isn't me being a Steeler fan, but being a bitter against the Browns. Like, you can't Jarv- be that bitter about the Browns. I'm though. not, exactly, because <laughs> I, I don't take the Browns seriously. But that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at Odell. Like, you go out and you make spectacular catches. Don't get me wrong. But, like, what else do you do? Are you a, Is he a terrific route runner? Like, or was he just bailing Eli Manning out with terrible throws that he's able – I just – I see Odell make spectacular catches. I don't see Odell always make the regular catch. You know what I'm is that, is that, is that safe to say? Is that fair? I feel like that's because we're always seeing the videos of Odell doing the one-handed jumping around, spinning catches, all that good stuff in pregame. You could argue getting screwed over by Freddie Kitchens right now. And Baker Mayfield because, you know, that's its own mess. Browns are a disaster. That's that's the thing with me. Like with Baker, too, he's always got something to say back to people. Oh, God. just He's not humble at all. Just shut up. The whole thing, I mean, this is a little homer in me, but the thing coming back after Bosa after that Monday night game, like mm-hmm. you got to take your L's oh, and he's there. just like he must have been he was holding on to that for two years. Yeah. Like I, a spin zone crops to Baker, but yeah, at the same time it's like grow up, fool. Like you got you got flatlined by cops. Like all right, so relax, okay. You got a lot of stains on your record there too, and you throw hella picks. So shut your mouth up and play. Mm. All right. Moving along, the NBA season opened up yesterday, as Flan uh, mentioned in his Alpha Beta Zeta. I just want to get a feel first from predictions. We're all Dubs fans here, so that we just got to air that out. This is a safe space to get hype with the Dubs fans. Uh, Dan, I, Flan is looking at me like I got a third eye here. How realistic of a shot does Jordan Poole have at Rookie of the Year? Tell me that this kid's a possible Roy, especially with Zion going down now. Who's the next biggest threat? Tyler Hero out of Miami? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know. There's a, a lot of. First of all, with Jordan, one thing with Jordan Poole, he doesn't have the NBA body, so he's going to get pushed around oh, in the season. Even even here. Steve Kerr said on the radio yesterday. He said oh. on the radio yesterday. Oh, with a jump shot like that? Come on now. Come on. He said, just, he's comparing it to like how with Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry first came in the league, they didn't really have the NBA body, and they kind of well, they kind of they, they kind of came on in the end. Yeah. But they had to get strength in order to compete because when they the only he said the only real rookie they had that as an NBA body is that Pascal guy from yeah he from Nova I think Poole, it was. Poole could yeah. play Poole could easily play sixty games this year. Sure, but I mean if he only plays ten minutes, you think he's gonna win Rookie of the Year? The well, thing not. with the Dubs is their depth is completely unknown, and yeah. so he could get the minutes, but. I don't know. I, I can't guess on that yet. Can we say on paper though, this the depth of this year's Warrior team looks better than what we've seen in the two past years with with the it's Super Team. Like it's, it's deeper. We don't know anything about the players though. Well, but you know, I like uh, Glenn Robinson. What do we have? Glenn Robinson the third. We just signed. Um, well, Willie Colley Stein when he comes back from injury, I'll be hyped on that. And then there's one other, the Marquise Chris. So he's been playing well in the preseason. I'm looking forward to it. the big men. That's a concern. I'm not gonna lie. You need you need a big man, and I need Willie Colley Stein to come back healthy. Spellman, everyone was hyped about him. He lost all this weight. He kind of still looks like a bowling ball to me. So hopefully he can do something for it. I don't know. I'm concerned, to be honest. I really am. I hate to say it. I love the dubs. I'm concerned. I still won't get off the pulpit saying that this will here's, probably. Here's the thing. If you're playing the Clippers and you can only, you're not just like Steve Kerr's, you're not going to have Clay Thompson for the next Well, that's whole that's year. another thing. Well, wait, wait, wait. So you're playing the Clippers. Who are you going to have guard Kawhi and, Pete and Paul George? Do I have Clay? Don't have Clay this whole Do, year. You don't have Clay. Don't have Clay. I'll put D'Angelo Russell on. Well, you're gonna lose that one. Okay. Well, I'll put <laughs> D'Angelo Russell on one of those two guards between Be Beverly and Williams. I'd have. Hmm, who's the small forward that we're gonna be starting? Excuse me. Um, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. So uh, are we gonna talk about the Clippers later? No, uh, yeah. No. No. I was. I was gonna. I'm just gonna say we're gonna crown the paper champs right now. The Clippers. I'm concerned that they don't have anybody to move the ball around. Right. They have a bunch of scorers, but who's gonna get them the ball? That average assist on that team last year was less than twenty or less than twenty-two. So you have to move the ball around if you're the Clippers, right? They have a bunch of guys that can finish for sure. Paul George is gonna miss the first half of the season because remember, is the he really missing the first half? Well, yeah. not the first half, first month. Yeah. So oh, exaggerate a little bit difference. there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the shoulder surgeries. He's had not one but two shoulder surgeries. Kawhi's on load management with his with his with his thigh, and I, you cannot load manage twenty games off in the Western Conference. Maybe ten. If I'm if I'm Doc Rivers, I'm telling looking at Kawhi saying you get one game off every two weeks. All right, that's how we're doing this, big dog. And because you can't do it in the West, look at how deep it is. I mean, you have a bunch of teams that could make the eight playoff spots. Granted, only like four of them are a viable championship contender, but you still have a bunch of teams that could get in the way and make it difficult for you. Even in their own division or whatever it's called. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Clippers. You have the Clippers, the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Kings. I'm not. I'm discrediting the Suns right now. That's just in the Pacific, right? Yeah, so there's the four teams. Don't forget the about spots. the, uh, I think the team that. Uh, and the Kings were close last year. They're not, I don't know. They're not going to win it, but I think a dark horse is, uh, you say Mavericks? Oh, yeah, with uh, like Porzingis and, yeah. and Doncic. I said the ceiling for the Mavericks was a 7-8 seed. But with the dubs, so the Clippers will probably be a one through three easily, right? Just based off of depth alone. Although their bench is another thing that I question. I'm not 100% sure about that bench. But the Warriors, I'm saying, and this is what I've been saying since we lost KD, probably going in as a six, seven, eight seed. But but once Clay gets back, and I'm not rushing him back, take your time. But I expect him to be back by playoff time. 
that will be a team that will be a six, seven, or eight seed that plays at the strength of a three, four, five. So they'll be they'll be a juggernaut. I'm saying I'd be disappointed in this team if they don't make it to the Western Conference semis. Anything on from that point on is playing with house money. I need Western Conference semis from the Dubs this year. So that's Western second round. Okay. Second round of the playoffs. Just okay. get to the second round of the playoffs. With this core, bring me back to old Glory Day uh, Warrior basketball. I know you guys have aged a little bit, but you still have Draymond. You still have Steph. You the have D'Angelo Russell. They don't have they don't have the length of Livingston and then Andre Iguodala. Well, there's again, they're always gonna the, the defense is gonna have is, to. Yeah. Oh, the defense is gonna be interesting to watch for sure. It's a team that could go off at any time. Like D'Angelo Russell is gonna fit in just fine with the shooting. That's gonna be no problem there. It's the defense that we're gonna be sitting back and just being yeah. like, oi vey, right. you know. But, yeah, I, want, but I just wonder because I wouldn't. When you watch them during preseason, they're playing the Lakers. They look like just like almost just children compared to the uh, how the top. Ta- yeah. How tall well, they don't the have Lakers any big were. men. They don't have any big men. That's I the know, problem. I know, but we had LeBron. just LeBron and AD alone. It looked like they're just they're adult like adults to play. Well, don't even get me started on the Lakers. Okay, I thought that was. I know, but just the height. The, the height was very visible watching. Yeah. Uh, Dan, preseason. what were your thoughts on the Clippers? You said you wanted to get to the Clippers. What were your thoughts on the Clippers? I don't know, man. They looked pretty. I mean, in first game of the season, they've been getting the whole little brother thing their entire existence. Mm-hmm. So a lot of energy going on. The Staples Center booed Kawhi. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was yeah. pretty funny. But he didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he didn't cry. There you go. He didn't cry. <laughs> but they looked kind of nasty, man. Yeah, they really did. I mean, Kawhi all of a sudden is not just a stopper. The guy's hitting jumpers. No Paul George. Still, they just are nasty defensively. Beverly say what he doesn't even have to touch the ball. He still makes an impact. The other dude from whatever school, Wichita State or BCU, one of those two, they they're the same. The oh, uh, Landry Shamit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent point guard. Like I don't know. Montrez Harrell worries me he a little bit. Played out of his mind. Montrez Harrell worries me a little bit, but then I remember he used to be a Houston Rocket, and they have a choke gene in them. So I'm I'm expecting <laughs> Montrez Harrell to carry that over. So and I'm so not to the Clippers. I'm not 100. So like, percent pro- Yeah, don't worry, Doc Rivers. You had your one championship. What have you done for me since? Nothing. Okay. What's, so what's your take, Jeff? On the uh, speaking of the Rockets, the Houston Rockets this year. What do you mean what's the Rockets? What's your take? Uh, you wanted on Daryl Morey? <laughs> no, no. See, I already talked about that. That's I will I'll let that sleep in dog life. Uh, the Rockets are going to be lucky if they are in the top. They they will not get home court advantage this year. The Rockets may make the playoffs, but they will not be a home court advantage team. There's not enough ball to go around between James Harden and Russell Westbrook. As much as these guys are talking about how much they're going to love to play with each other again, that was 10 fucking years ago or however long it was. So they're just not. James Harden doesn't play nice with each other or play nice with other players. And the fact that, well, maybe he does. I might have misspoke there. Depending on what his assist numbers look like, but I'll be. It'll be fun to watch him travel all over the court, and then you know when it comes down to it, and and it comes down to whose time to miss the clutch three. It's going to be interesting to see who takes it, James Harden or Russell Westbrook, because both of them are going to miss when it matters most. You know, I don't have to worry about the fucking Rockets. <laughs> you hate that team. It's, so a, it's much. the Utah Jazz <laughs> that you need to worry about right now. I might be pinning in on the Utah Jazz. The Clippers. I'm looking at the Clippers. I respect them, but the Houston Rockets are a fucking joke now. All right, don't even get me started. You guys are done. All right, stick a fork in him. They're done. As soon as they made the trade for Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, you run him into the ground. You already did that. So been there, done that. That's good with the Rockets. So, Dan, what do you think about the Rockets? I think quite, no respect. <laughs> quite the opposite. I think they're gonna go crazy in the postseason. But then, like you say, when the crunch time comes, they could be a one seed and get bounced in the first. Round. <laughs> the Rockets a one seed and bounced in the first round. But what are you smoking? I just think. 
I'm, I'm with him. They got, they got the, the load management. The Rockets? I don't, got, I don't think they're one team, but they're going to be pretty good, I think, this yeah. year. Fellas, and LeBron James is in the conference. LeBron looks slow. Yeah. They, LeBron picks and chooses his general spots, looks slow. You Avery Bradley didn't even look like he could dribble the ball. I, I, I stole this, that from Bill Simmons. We but. did this. We did this. It doesn't matter. Just take <laughs> it and run it with it like it's you yours. Right? Hot takes. The Lakers, it's yours the Lakers now. licked. you got to add some salt-based spice to that real Lakers quick. Lakers licked atrocious, I think. I think they looked horrible. Uh, Danny Green bailed them out, so I don't know. Exactly. And, and, and LeBron trying to shut down. Oh, it's not a It's not a rivalry with L.A. Bullshit. I, I mean, yeah. uh, granted, the, the fans will never switch to the Clippers, but the Clippers are going to run you out. You know, yeah. they're going to they're gonna dominate you, and Kawhi's going to assert himself as the best player in I the don't league. Know. I think the Lakers looked horrible. Yeah. How mad those Kobe fans be if have the Clippers with, come in and take Have fun with JaVale McGee, Quinn Cook. Who else do they have on their fucking bench? Jared Dudley. Jared oh, Dudley. Oh, yeah. No. He, was playing, <laughs> he was in the, the game bot- in the fourth quarter. Do you remember <laughs> the guy at the bar? Oh, we were at Osceola. This is a great story. I'm going to retell this. We're going back in the vaults of the greatest hits. This guy gets hella juiced. One of the guys who works at Osceola is telling me about how the Lakers are going to be a wagon this year. And I said, what What free agents you signed? And he first name out of his mouth, he says Jared Dudley. And I stopped him and <laughs> laughed in his face right there. And I said, dog, you're going to have to come back with a bigger name than Jared Dudley. And then the same night, Kawhi signed with the Clippers. Oh, so God. he came back and we kind of commiserated together. I, just thought, like, oh, fuck. I <laughs> honestly thought when he signed him, like, Oh, cool. He's taking on, like, the Jawan Howard, like, player-coach role. No, he's going to play. And then he was in in the fourth quarter last yeah. night, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Jared Dudley's a goon, but not that's not a street goon, just like a what goober was the, goon. What was the thing he he's did? a dancer. He's like the Nets. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like, that's good. <laughs> that's his job. <laughs> he's a wasn't, that, wasn't that what he did last playoffs with the Nets or something? He, like... He like he got in a fight with uh, the entire Sixers team. So and then they took him. Ridiculous. That was in. I think that was in game two when they took him six games and lost. So I was still cheering for the Nets though. That's where I started to like D'Angelo Russell. I was like, oh my god, he could carry this team. And then all of a sudden he ends up with the Dubs, and I'm just like, we got something here, (laughs) fellas. We got something. All right. uh, One last talking point. I was I was contemplating this today at work uh, when I should have been working, and I was just thinking I was just levels, tiers of friendship, right? When you meet somebody, they're an acquaintance. But at what point do they jump to like buddy, homie, friend, comrade? Like, and what's the pecking order there? What's the what's the ranking system, right? I think the baseline, the first one on the totem pole is acquaintance. When you meet somebody, they're an acquaintance. But when do they become a friend? Or what makes what's what's the difference between a friend, a homie, a comrade, or a buddy? You get what I'm saying? Or a bro. Just say this popped in your head today at work. It did. It was something I was thinking about. That's why I'm just curious. So if we're going acquaintance, right, that's at the top. Then what's what's after? What comes next? What, <laughs> what would we say is next after acquaintance? Come on, just entertain this for the... Uh, what's after acquaintance? After acquaintance. Would that be buddy? Because you're not really no, too buddy. I've always, always gone like acquaintance, friend. Buddy, buddy. Good friend. That's how like, so I've always done it. Really, you're just that simple. You don't. Yeah. You ignore the other words. The other words don't even exist to you. It's literally just, just acquaintance. And somebody, you got to yeah. go like... Lifelong. I yeah. Guess. No. Yeah. Come on, fellas. Uh, well, what I, is this? What? Buddy? buddy? What is that? What is buddy? buddy? What is buddy? I got a couple drinking buddies. Maybe buddies is like a specialty friend, right? Like, like it's a not buddies, like, like someone w- that you talk to at work a well, lot. Well, no, no, no. Well, it could be a work buddy, right? Because I only talk to that person at work. Or it could right. be a drinking buddy because I've, that's what I'm saying. Buddy is like a specialty friend, right? So I got a drinking buddy. I got a podcasting buddy. I got a pool buddy. I got a dart buddy. I got you know. It's like you got you. I feel like buddy would be the next step up from acquaintance because it's a specialty target friend. Like that's just I'm only coming to you when I specifically have something that I'm that we're gonna do right, and then that leads me to the next one, 
what's the difference between I think his friend make it next because then because mm. then you still have homie and comrade. I feel like comrade is like comrade. You're real. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> it's Russian. It's Russian. It's Russian. You know. So it's it's you know. I think for me, it's always been acquaintance someone who you've met once or twice mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes, you're a friendly fr- with a friend is someone you have a background with, with a high school with, whatever. A good friend is someone that's been there with you through the tough times and the good times, the ups and downs. And that's how it's usually how I've gone with the whole thing. Okay. And then homie is homie just like the step below brother. Just like when you, cause if yeah. you're bros with somebody, you like, you tight with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, you go, you go way back. Like, so like, you know, but so you kind of saw me on the buddy thing though. I'm what? coming around. <laughs> the, the buddy just being a, a specialty friend. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, a, it's a mercenary. It's a mercenary for a task. Yeah. It's a friend for, not a friend for hire. Cause then you're paying for friends. That's not good, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So we go acquaintance, buddy, Friend, good friend, homie, bro. Is that the pecking order? Okay. Now, invert yeah. that. Say it again. So, acquaintance, buddy, friend, good friend, homie, bro. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. We'll I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> and then we're just... We're How just, boring was the weather report then we're today? Getting, we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting rid of <laughs> comrade then, okay? <laughs> we're getting rid of comrade. All we talked about today was the red flag warning, and that got old real quick. Oh. And then the potential... And then the power shut off, which ended up happening, but it only affected, you know, one fucking eighth of percent of the county or whatever it is that what, we're getting... Uh, my mom wanted to know... I, don't, I still don't know. What's the radio... What's the actual, like, is it radio station it is that you're on K- ksro ksro yeah. 1350 am 1350 1035 fm 945 okay. fm like okay. what do you want me to like you know that, promote? that's why that's why i was looking the for. weather the literally the outro on the weather port is depend on weather every 30 minutes on fm every time i see mrs hanley she Dude, she's I, like, I, one, of my biggest, one of my biggest <laughs> fans for no reason just thank you shout out to you mrs <laughs> hanley thank you i <laughs> You know, she's not in the target demographic. Every time I either. see her, she dude, there's just sixty-five-year-olds and up that call with just the craziest conspiracy theories. Like, get the fuck! Dude, what are you doing? All right, dude, get away from your transistor radio. Go smell some fresh air. About, the, about these power outages. God, it's all about everything, man. I got people telling me about the government controlling the weather. I got people telling me about how they're gonna sue the radio station. I got you people. You have to take those calls. I'm a call screener in the mor- for the morning show, and that for at least for the first half of the morning show, I screen calls and I upload stories to the website. And, the, and like social media, and then the second half of the show, I'm producing in studio on the board. How and do how do they how, when you get a caller? How do they screen to make sure he's just not like a total kook? We don't let callers on the air. That's the thing is, I talk to them and I listen to what they have to say, but and like, I say, oh, I'll pass it along, like hang KNBR, up, and never talk like about it again. KNBR or something like that. When they have what about us? Come on, like you have a producer. There's like four producers with each radio show right now. KSR is a small market station, so we only have two producers. You go to you go to KNBR the game. You have about four or five on each show. It's like, think of, like, the Dan Patrick show with Dan, uh, Dan Levitard. There's, like, four or five heads working on the show. Somebody's working on sound. Somebody's working on phones. Somebody's actually producing the show. Somebody's, you know... It's but, but how, do, how, do you, how do you screen so, you know, some guy calls in the first thing he says the F word? Well, I mean, there's a seven-second delay in radio, so we can hit, uh, the, bu- okay, we can hit gotcha. the button and dump it off real quick. So, yeah, oh, even okay. if I said fuck or something like that, then you could hit the dump, and then you, you dump them off, and then, they, and then you cut the line. But most of the time, it's just a trust factor that you hopefully you're not putting some fucking kook on there. Gotcha. So, which you can't promise, especially at News Talk. That's why we don't put them on especially there. Especially in this county. Oh, jeez, <laughs> You get some foil hat wears from West <laughs> County. Just, you know, here's a UFO. All right. So uh, that'll do it for the talking points. Thank you for entertaining that nonsense. Uh, let's see, just depending because of how everything's gone tonight, let's see if we can get Tim Brown for his stat of the day. No Tim Brown, which is totally fine because uh, Tim's busy. So 
And, I mean, it's a blackout show anyway, so who knows what the fuck's going to go on. Uh, Flan, you have a stat for us instead. Give us that stat, please. More than 36 million U.S. adults cannot read above a third grade level. <laughs> Wait, what? 36 million? 36 million U.S. adults cannot read above a third grade level. Jesus. Go, I would say go. <laughs> I said it's funny because I'm probably part of it. I, was gonna say, I, I think I, I could read <laughs> above a third grade level. Spelling. I'd say go read I'm a probably around. I'd say Honestly, go dude, read a book, you know, but those people would struggle then. You know that yeah. show, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yes. Yeah. That's the most bullshit questions, man. I don't do anybody know. It's really I, like, are you smarter than an eighth grader? But no, it's <laughs> more than that. It's got to be more than that. You think so? These are, these are GED questions. We're just pulling them right through. That would actually be a crazy behind the scenes on that though. If they were like, yo, we're just taking GED questions and asking people, and these people are stupid. That's I remember, I remember they had one question. It was something about like some science question about like the periodic table. And I was like, I was like, who the, what? No, no fifth grader ever know that. I don't even know. Yeah, right. I can name maybe like the first three elements on there. Was it oxygen, nitrogen, and then hydrogen? I'm, I'm screwed. There you go. Not oxygen. And silver and gold, right? Nitrogen. Yep, that's helium. A U. Yeah, There's like a kryptonium or something like that. I don't even know, right? Just making shit up on the uh, mercury. I barely passed chemistry in high school. Thank you, Mr. Bruno. So I got a D. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you? I, got a, I, got, I got C's consistently throughout science in high okay. school. What do, you, what do you remember? What do you get in chemistry? I don't know. No, I'm, that's I'm a guess, lie. I'm guessing a B. I'm going to guess B? a B. Yeah. That's because you're a football player. He liked you. So that's, you were one of the backers, huh? Would you play on the team? Were you, you were a slot, like slot corner slot? Or were you like no, a wing I played backer? outside linebacker. Outside linebacker? Yeah. Okay. No me. offense. And a holder. And a holder. Very important. First string holder. Very important. Yeah. Yes. Two years. Yeah, even if, even when Rudy. <laughs> Your starter kick left. I'll never forget that Rancho game. Oh, uh, man. yeah. Wait, conjuring up bad memories right now. Yeah. I, would go, I went deep inside the inside joke rabbit hole that I told him not to go on before <laughs> the show. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. He was the holder on the kick that Rubio pushed left against Rancho our junior year. That so, wasn't your fault, though. Was no, no, no. It was Rubio. <laughs> going fault. Full Ru- back it was, and no, no, senior, <laughs> senior year. Excuse me. Senior, senior year because year. I remember I, Nico Hohen lives or used to live right down the street here. I remember pull, pulling for him because even though he's less accurate, he could kick it about 10, 15 yards longer than Rubio. Because I remember wasn't, hearing him wasn't Christian Rankin your guys' kicker to start the year, and he yeah, like, and he like junior almost year. died. Junior year, yeah, his spleen ruptured. Okay, enough with the inside duff joke stuff. Okay, uh, real quick, let's touch up on the World Series. Uh, this is what we would have done if Tim was here. Did you guys watch Game One last night? I did. You did. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you were saying earlier, Nat's team of destiny. I mean, you got to wonder, everybody, I think, I think they have the highest odds to ever win the World Series. It's like a plus 240 or something like that, or mm-hmm. minus 240. At the start of the year? No, going into the series. Oh, my God. Minus, Rogers, like a minus yeah. 240, the Astros, if you took the Astros at the beginning of the MLB playoffs before a single pitch was thrown, they were plus 200 to win the World Series. So, good on whoever laid money on that. Because they were plus? Or they were, they plus? were plus 200. They were plus 200. Who was the favorite? The Yankees were the favorite. I think the Cubs oh, favorite. Yeah. So, That's and still then, plus and plus two hundred. Well, the Dodgers would have been next up, yeah. Which but yeah, is just fully they, they were they were, they were like minus two forty two sixty, and now they're losing game two eight to two in the seventh. So well, that score will be irrelevant by the time people listen to this. But yes, Washington, the Washington's up. Yeah, they're up eight two right now. Dude, they're about to steal two games in Houston. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So I mean, you gotta want. I mean, I mean, it's uh. It's pretty. Uh, I think it's. I think it's pretty awesome that they're what they're winning right now. I think it's even better that Bryce Harper's not on the team. Yeah. I know it means. That's, that's, abs- I think that's the main means, reason why it it's pretty awesome. Dick all that he's not on the team, but you know, for the fact that like, hey, <laughs> the minute he decides I'm gonna cut because I want to get paid more in Philadelphia. Actually, I don't even know if he got paid more in Philly. He could have gotten paid more in Washington, maybe. 
I'm going to go with that right Per cause year? Because it, it sounds better. He probably could have gotten paid more in Washington, but instead he cuts to Philly. They don't even make the playoffs, and now the Nationals are what and seemingly seems like two, two and a half games away from winning the World Series. Yeah, Jeez. they... Uh, I'd send I'd send Bryce Harper a replica World Series ring. I wouldn't give him the real diamonds. I would just say, here you go, fuckface. Speaking just give of a replica ring. Speaking of replica rings, did you see that that uh, Raptors fan yesterday that like, oh, convinced God. Adam Silver to present Dude, him the? We're going to talk ring. about the Raptors rings later. Don't get me started on that. Okay, all right, that's good. So that'll do it for the stat of the day, and we'll do some. And we, we did some baseball talk. I mean. It's, it's looking like the it's eleven two. The Nats. Oh there you go. Eleven two. Great. Team of destiny. Team of destiny. As another joke, the PFT made. Suck on these Nats. Is a. <laughs> he want, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he, want, he wanted uh, Joe Bach to say that. Yeah, suck on these. When they when they win, you know, when the Nats win the and World Series. And see tomorrow night. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna be around tomorrow. Suck on these Nats. Yeah. Look at tune in because you said you'd be there. All right. So now it is time because it's Wednesday. It's time for our gambling segment with Billy Lytle on Lytle's Locks. Put up or shut up. It's time for Lytle's Locks. On Wednesdays, we welcome in Billy Lytle, friend of the show. Bill, uh, how are you feeling this week with your uh, with your locks? Oh, they're they're gonna be better than last week if that's even possible. They're gonna be locked in. Yeah, you had a great week last week. I'm looking at the standings right now. Uh, checking in last week, um, I went three and two. Flan went three and two. Tim went three and two. So did cousin John went three and two. Mateo four and one. And then Bill with the first. I think this is the first time it's happened. I don't know if it's the first time it's happened in the history of Lotto's Locks, but definitely this year. Undefeated, five and zero. Oh. So congratulations, sir. Congrats, Bill. Congrats. You deserve it. You well, deserve hard work, it was hard called Lytle's Locks for that one week. Okay, don't forget Say that you bow to the <laughs> bow to the king. I won last year. Okay, thank you very much. So, but I know this year not so much. Speaking of this year, looking at the leaderboard, Flan sitting atop at at nineteen, twelve, and one. Mateo at eighteen, thirteen, and one. Uh, Billy sitting at fifteen, sixteen, and one. So you really needed that that undefeated week there to bounce back. Tim and myself are tied at 14, 17, and 1. And then Cousin John at 8 and 13. Dan's going to participate this week, and I will continue to – he's going to get added. So him and Cousin John are late submissions. We'll still judge you on your win-loss record, though, Dan. So don't worry. I'm coming for Cousin John. There's a <laughs> – there's a, so uh, – 8 it's and call, 13. I can, I can it's called it. Lytle's Locks, but Flan's uh, the lead dog right now. So, Flan, how do you feel about your pick? What's, what's been the secret sauce this year? Just, just my gut. Yeah. Literally, just my gut. My Go gut's on. smart. My it. head is not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I like that. There you go. All right. Uh, just parlay. Just, let, let me do a five. I think I might do a five-game parlay to this time. You're just gonna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to hear that. All right. I got Bovada to hit up. Uh, Bill, we're gonna get things started. You ready to go? Oh, I've been ready. All right. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. All right. We've had some technical difficulties, man. We're dealing with the PG&E power oh, shot. We're just brushing here. that under the rug, though, aren't we're we? Chugging <laughs> along. We're chugging along. The generator <laughs> wanted to die out, but I was like, not today. So here we go. All right. First game, the number 13 Wisconsin Badgers are traveling to Columbus, Ohio, to take on the number three Ohio State Buckeyes, the Ohio State University, where the Buckeyes are giving 14 points at home. Uh Start you off here with Cousin John and Mateo taking Ohio State. However, Tim took Wisconsin. So, Bill, what do you think about this game? I think 14 is a lot of points. Dude, 14 is a lot of points. And I but think 
Wisconsin's wildly inconsistent, and I'm going to lay those points. Mm, OSU at home, they've been on fire this year. Okay. You don't know what Wisconsin team's going to show up. I feel like they're like, also they were competing for a national championship and they lost to Illinois. It's kind of like that's not going to happen anymore. So, Wisconsin? Yeah. So, well, I think it's a, I think it's an opportunity for a bounce back win or not even a win, just a bounce back cover. Right. I think they got caught looking ahead last week at this game. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're going to, so Billy, you're taking who? Uh, Ohio State. You're going to take Ohio State. Okay. I don't even like to say that word. All right. Yeah, right. As the Michigan fan bleeds blue. All right. Uh, Dan, you're shaking your head. Who are you taking in this game? So, I'm not – I've been saying I'm not a gambler because I just – That's no like, qualifier. You're officially a gambler now. You're, you're putting down <laughs> well, wagers like on I, I bet with my heart, and it's usually homerism. And you know what? Can I oh, – I'm not going to go on my rant. but <laughs> No, go ahead. I, by I'm, all means. By all means. Well, I'm just – the fact that they're number three is driving me crazy. Um. Their schedule's equally as weak as, you know, another team that's won 22 games in a row. Dan's a big Clemson guy, just fair warning there. <clears throat> and, um, I, yeah, the, ro- the loss to Illinois is horrible. Mm-hmm. But a, the number six team in the country last week, I think, you know, they ground, the, ground and pound with Taylor, who's a legit player, NFL player. And they lose by ten. I'm taking Wisconsin. <laughs> they lose by ten. <laughs> hey. Yeah, they're running back. I, I I can see like Wisconsin losing by ten. I can also see Ohio State just blowing so, them out. Yeah. So, so like, here's yeah. my thing too. Like, <laughs> if Ohio State, if I'm Wisconsin and I win the toss, I'm taking the ball mm-hmm. because if Ohio State gets the ball and they go down and have a huge drive, not like one play, like big touchdown, whatever that happens. But like I'm saying, like. First play, 20 yards. Believe Second like, play, 25 yards. Third play, 40 yards. You're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. okay. This might get ugly. Mm-hmm. But it's equal. The same thing for Wisconsin is because you're going to want to have one of those like 10 to 12, maybe even 15 play drive where you chew off like six or seven minutes. If I'm Wisconsin and I win the toss, take the ball. Yeah, that's going to be tough too with them stopping the, the clock after every first down in college. Flan, who are you taking in this game? I'm taking Ohio State. Oh, okay. Weird Michigan guy, huh? Taking Ohio State. The two Michigan like my, men. My, that's my gut said. Two that's Michigan men said. taking Ohio State. Well, the gut is the gut's turning on you. All right. I agree with Dan, all right? Good teams win, great teams cover. Wisconsin can lose by less than 14 points, all right? Let's go, Badgers. That's what I'm saying right there. Jump around, even though the game's at Ohio State. Fuck the, fuck the horseshoe. That's another reason I'll be why I Ohio jump State. Around. I'll play it for him. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'll be I'll be yelling that through the is TV. Is that game on a uh, prime time on ABC? Probably. Uh, no, that game is at nine o'clock in the morning. No, I'm just uh, kidding. That game's gonna be an afternoon that, game. Yeah, it's at like game noon, days. Think, game oh days God. in South Dakota this South week. South Dakota, so. North Dakota, big yeah. game. But South Dakota State. You don't get that wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jackrabbits. Yes, the Jackrabbits <laughs> versus the Bison. The Carson Wentz is alma mater. All right, moving. Oh, those boys from Fargo are pretty fucking intimidating. <laughs> hey, put sure. them in the domain. Right, wh- get this, okay? What if we exchanged out like a Rutgers for for North Dakota State, and we put North Dakota State in the Big Ten? How do you think they'd fare against? I think they would be immediately become I a think wagon. Anybody's better than Rutgers, well, obviously. <laughs> but I think they, I think immediately North Dakota State would have to be one of those teams where you're just like. Uh, actually, I think that they can make this work. Like they could beat, like they could beat the rest of the mediocre teams. They would struggle. I feel like against Michigan, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. But I feel like they could give the other teams a run for their money. They could easily. They beat look a Penn like State. a Big Ten school. Yeah, they like, could beat Northwestern. A Big Ten, or what if we brought up? What if we brought up North Dakota, North Dakota State, and South Dakota State, and made them Big Twelve teams, so we could bring back a Big Twelve championship game and get that conference some love. 
right? It's a Power Six conference. That's all I'm saying is, you know, fuck FCS. They got enough schools down there. All right, if you're twelve teams back in the Big Twelve, and they play the, they play that. That just opens the door for the Aggies. No, no way. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, they they covered that spread. Was that a Davis time. reference? Oh, yeah. They oh, covered Jesus. the spread against North Dakota <laughs> big time. Who are you? What did you think big it was? Time. I thought for a second it was Texas A&M. I was no, like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, no, bring them into the Big 12 because they play that S- They play that championship game in D2 anywhere in Frisco, Texas, wherever the FCS championship is. So it's just like they're accustomed to playing down in the Midwest. Bring them into the Big 12. Hot take. They'd get lit up. No. The Big 6 conference, it's, it's – uh, Power 6 is Pac-12. SEC, American Conference, oh, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and then I feel like I missed is one. Is the American is the one the, the Big ACC. East was? The ACC. There you go. My bad. What is that? Just the American. The American the is East a renamed the Big East. Yes, okay, it's gotcha. it's just a reestablished Big East conference. You still have the uh, Conference USA, the MAC, and the Mountain West. Oh, too. I love MAC. And Sun Belt. Don't forget about Sun Belt. Sun Belt football always on like a Tuesday night. It's good to lay some money on, just not on the show. All right, moving along because we're just wasting Bill's time at this point. Bill, you still there? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> good. All right. So <laughs> I'll shut up and listen. All right. Moving along. Number nine Auburn travels. So this is gonna be a kitty fight right here. Number nine Auburn traveling to Death Valley to take on number two LSU, who is giving eleven and a half points. So Tim and cousin John taking Auburn and the points. Mateo taking LSU and giving the points. We started out with Bill last time. Dan, we're gonna start off with you. Who you taking, Auburn or LSU? Which which tiger you taking? Uh, I've kind of flipped back and forth. You know, I thought, first of all, both the spreads are huge in these college games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I was like, you know, Auburn can kind of cover. And then I looked at the schedule. I did a little research, I'm not going to lie. Mm, reckless. Reckless. <laughs> <laughs> and they just aren't, they don't impress me. And I think LSU's weapons are kind of nasty, really nasty. Burrow's legit. Passed up Tua, which I never really understand why Tua's at the – at the top of the mock Isn't draft. He, is he injured now? And he's yes, injured. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tua's basically dead. <laughs> if Tua doesn't play against it, I mean, LSU could – we'll see what happens. But I'm taking LSU. That's the mm. bottom line. I think they absolutely mollywop him. Flan, who are you taking in this game? Go Tigers. You got to take Tigers. Tigers. All right. Very, pretty simple, right? I, too, am going to take LSU. Bill, are you going you gonna to follow suit, or what's your pick in this game? Uh, I don't see – yeah, I'm definitely going with the Tigers. Yeah. Oh, nice. okay. Which which Tiger? Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, the Tigers. Right? I don't see Auburn coming on the road. That's a tough place to play. First off, fuck Auburn. Pick your mascot, all right? War Eagle or you Tiger? What is it, okay? Make up your mind. I'm very confused yeah, by that. They don't, those two don't coexist together, all right? So, And for that reason, you're going to lose on the road anyway. But I'm, I've watched Florida struggle with LSU for the first Somebody three quarters. Somebody should poison that cherry on Auburn campus again. They already again. did. They again. already <laughs> did. Boom, or Tumor's Corner? Come on, bro. Yes. Let the people of Alabama... They got enough over there. They got, like, obesity and incest <laughs> and, and college football. A lot football. of Chick-fil-A's. That's what they got in Alabama, all right? And religion. They got a lot of that down there. So, amen. There you go. Um, but I'm, I'm saying LSU, that's a tough environment to play in. And Auburn, I, too, didn't uh, – I didn't do any research, Dan. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I just know that Auburn's a joke, all right? This is an overrated SEC team. I pay attention to enough SEC football because, you know, obvious reason with the, with the Gators. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be one where I'm just taking the Tigers. How are they? Well, only guess. for money, right? I'm not saying go Tigers like that. I'm just saying cover. That's all, all right? Win by 21. So that's what I think. All right, moving along. Now we're going to make our way into the NFL. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, or as Billy would like to say, the most cursed team in the NFL. 
they just forever cursed. They will be traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears, where the Bears are giving four points. And, fellas, this is a tough game. I'm not going to lie. Tim and John are taking the Chargers. Uh, Mateo's taking the Bears. And uh, we st- okay, Flan, you're gonna lead us off this time. What what's up with this game? Where are we going with the, the going charges? Uh, going charges? You're gonna go charges, go charges, go go charges, go. Hunter Henry back, you know, had a, two big weeks for me in fantasy, so there's that. And That's then the uh, only, reason, <laughs> only reason to be believed. And then uh, yeah, I'm uh, gonna ride or die with Philip Rivers in this game. Bill is the most cursed franchise in the history of the NFL. Credit you. Uh, are they gonna cover or what's what's up? I know that. Uh, the rookie guard they drafted, I believe, in the first round this year, broke his leg and ankle last week. It's all to bad. To add on to the whole, uh, if you get drafted by then, you're going to lose a leg. Yeah, <laughs> or, or a limb. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, they, but I, I'm looking at these NFL matchups this week by quarterbacks, and does Chicago know who's going to play quarterback? Because uh. both their options are pretty bad. Has Chicago finally reached the point their where their backup's they... got a great name, though? Chase Daniel? Yeah, well, it could be yeah, he, yeah. if he was a <laughs> I was gonna say, is, 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 has Chicago reached the point where they've got buyer's remorse on Trubisky? Like, hey, we traded up with the Niners to make this pick and hand up. We fucked up. I first of all, that was a stupid. Nobody, for the first get-go. off, nobody knew that Patrick Mahomes was gonna be what Patrick Mahomes was. But you knew we, we, we kind of all had the idea of what Deshaun Watson was going to be, and I've heard a couple Bears fans speak out on different sports shows and whatnot, and it sounds like Chicago is very upset that the Bears passed up on Deshaun Watson, not so much Patrick Mahomes, and you ended up with Trubisky. And I never understand why you go with these guys that are so raw. You're going to see the same thing happen. That's that's with the word. Dan in, Jones. In, in NFL draft, when they start saying raw, that just, just means that you're inexperienced. <laughs> yeah, your inexperience is all hell, and that's bad news, and I don't know why teams make the risk on I feel like it's different if you're going to take a, a risk on a raw defensive player, but certainly not quarterback. That's a terrible decision by the Bears. Bill, who are you taking? Uh, yeah, you don't draft quarterbacks from basketball schools. <laughs> yeah, that's true, especially <laughs> yeah, ones yeah. that have only played in 13 games. So, but you, uh, so that you're going with the Chargers? Yeah, definitely going with the Chargers. You look at the quarterback matchup there. Uh, Rivers is still alive somehow. He's chugging along. <laughs> He's somehow alive, and, you know, I've, I'm probably having another kid soon around the corner, too, so he can field the whole starting uh, swimmers, 11. Got some He's gonna, well, he's got nine kids, all right, so he's one away from being able to start his own 11 on offense. <laughs> he's got one for every position. Uh, he's going to need a kicker, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Jesus Christ. Go for two. Kicker. Go for two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, who are you taking in this game, Chargers or Bears? I'm going with the Chargers. I think oh. the Bears are – a horrible football team. Go I've said it from the beginning. I actually bet my old roommate from Davis 50 bucks that the Niners were going to have a better record than the Ooh, Bears. Nice, oh, wow. nice. Yeah, yeah. You're looking good. It's a, that's a lock. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about locks. I will say this. Uh, the one thing that the Chargers have going for them in this game is that we are treated to the perpetual purgatory of Phillip Rivers having a potential game-winning drive, being down seven points or less, <laughs> and then there's a 50% chance that Phillip Rivers throws the game-ending interception or that he throws a game-winning or game-tying touchdown. So for that, I am going to put my fate in Phillip Rivers' hands, knowing that there will be a come-from-behind victory for some reason. Whatever reason, the Chargers should not be losing this game to the Bears, and Phillip Rivers is going to have that game-winning drive. This day, He didn't get it last time, and he didn't get it against the Steelers, but he's going to get it against the Bears. I'm taking the Chargers to lose by less than four points. Thank you, Phillip Rivers. All right, moving along to our next game. This one's interesting to me, honestly. It was the number. It was more so the number than the teams that are playing. Well, I guess the teams that are playing kind of helps make the number. But the New York Jets are traveling down to Jacksonville to take on Minshew Mania. 
and the Jaguars are giving six points to the Jets. Uh, I'll start off with this one. I'm very tempted to take the Jets here. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, they got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Teams that get embarrassed the previous night, especially or the previous week, especially on national television, tend to do a great job bouncing back. Or so that's what Uncle Colin Cowherd says. Uh, so I'm I'm willing to put, take his word for it. And and based off that theory, I'm going to take the Jets. There's no way Darnold, after seeing ghosts, he ain't going to see the Jaguar ghosts. All right, he was seeing Patriot ghosts, which is a whole another type of ghost. That's a scary ghost. But he's going to be just fine. Minshew might be a little overwhelmed. This is a talented Jets team. They just don't. It's, you know, there's a little bit of problems there with the coaching staff, with Gase not liking Greg Williams and ownership forcing certain players into certain roles. But I think they have enough talent around to at least uh, lose by less than six points. So I'm taking, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, Flan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going Jets too. You're taking the I'm Jets? Jets also. I think when you don't have Ramsey anymore in that defense also. Okay. Um, be a factor, so you'll take the Jets. Mateo and Tim are taking the Jets as well. John, Cousin John is taking the Jaguars. Bill, who are you taking? I think the Jets can at least keep it close. They're going to bounce back after that bad performance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you were saying, those are they're totally different ghosts down in Jacksonville. They're like Casper. They're friendly. Yeah, they're 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 still you're still gonna see ghosts. They're just not nearly as menacing or scary, right? Like what was it? What are the ghosts of Christmas? Right? There's the ghost of Christmas past, the present, and future. And which one's the scariest one? It's Christmas past. It's the scariest one. So the Patriots like Christmas past. The Christ- you guys are onto something with this. Christmas, Christmas, yeah, yeah, Christmas quality ghost friend. Christmas, Christmas future. I think is the friendly one, right? Because that tells you what no, it could I be. I think that that's supposed to scare you. I think that's the bad one. Yeah, no. because he looks Christmas, so looks so horrible. Christmas, in the oh, Christmas the past takes you. Story. Yes, yes. Christmas past takes you to the sad one. So it's the Christmas present that that's the good one, right? Or is it Christmas past? I think I have it backwards. Right. Fuck. Uh, I took the good ghost reference and I pooped all over it. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I jinxed that. Right, Sorry. Damn it. All good. All right, Dan. Uh, sticking on the theme of ghosts. A good ghost, bad ghost. Who are you taking in this game? I, that was so brutal. The whole mic'd up thing. The whole oh. thing was so brutal. It, We're gonna find out a lot about Darnold. And as what what is he? Twenty four years old, if that. I mean, first of all, I hate the Minshew mania. I really do. Really. I just. I can't like. What's what wrong is, with what's, Gardner? What's the guy done? Like, what's he done? Oh, I'll really? tell you what he's done. He uh, wanted to break his hand, so he got a hammer and <laughs> hit his hand three times so he could play more football. His <laughs> stats are not are mediocre at he, the very best. He threw the ball a lot in Washington State, and I feel like no, that gets you, people you very hyped. Story? Yeah, I heard yeah, that yeah. Story. The breaking of whiskey bit guy. down. Yeah, he's a football guy. I get that, but he's a mediocre football you guy. Don't, you don't take believe a in shot the Jack. Dan is not a fan of mustache rides, so for that, are you heavy down as the taking the Jets? I don't see how Darnold bounces back from Monday night. I really don't. Oh, so you're gonna take the Jags? I'm taking the Jags. Wow. I'm taking the Jags. Okay, curveball. He doesn't like Minshew mania, but he thinks they can cover. They can win by seven points. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I had. I wonder how Leonard for, is that uh, Jets defense like? Can they stop running? Can they stop? The I got to be running? completely honest. When I think of the Jets defense, I think of uh, Quinn and Williams and C.J. Mosley. That's it. And Leonard Williams. Jamal Adams? Oh, that's true, huh? Totally forgot about that. My he bad, guys. He makes every tackle on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good. It's not bad. good because he plays in the third hey, level. Hey, look, defense. I only watch as much of the Jets as I can get on red zone, okay? It's not my fault. They've been Which is not much. Exactly. They're not in there much. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And then that Monday night game, I remember I watched about 15 total minutes that Monday night game, and I was just like, I've seen everything. You know everything what? I Shout out to, to the Jets' defense, though. They held Brady to 12 points and then won by .6. You got Greg Williams, though, the the head. Remember from Bounty Gate? Yeah, that was, yep. what a time that was. 
All right. that guy. The bonus game of the week, I just threw this in here because I saw the spread and I was like, this is amazing. You have the Buffalo Bills traveling down to take on the Tennessee Titans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, tighten up. That's not right. Whoa, who's it? You got Tampa, right? Oh, it's the Bucks. My bad. Yeah, I, miss, I, I misread. My bad, Bills. guys. I misread uh, my handwriting. All right. All right. Sue me. Sorry. The Tampa Bay Bucks are traveling to Tennessee to take the Titans. Now I can officially say, tighten up. Yes. All right. The Titans are giving two and a half points. It's the Bucks against the Titans. Let me reiterate that again so I don't screw that up. Uh, we have Mateo and Cousin John taking the Bucks, but we have Tim taking the Titans. Uh, Billy, who are you taking in this game? Tighten up. This game's in Nashville, baby. Tighten up. <laughs> Going with what I was saying earlier, you're going to look at the quarterbacks. Uh, Tannehill could be the greatest uh, quarterback maybe in league history. No, greatest backup quarterback. Against, uh, Teddy two starter. Well, that's true, yeah. So we've already broken this down in protocols. So Teddy Bridgewater is the best backup quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is the second best. And then the third best is just a total crap shoot for okay, all the other guys. I remember listening to that. I remember listening to that. Up yeah. until this year. He's not a backup. Bridgewater's also got that extra power in him, too. Okay. I'm not going to dig down. Don't disrespect the man <laughs> calling him. Oh, that's backup. true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bridgewater just <laughs> he started. Bridgewater's dropping the hammer on the field and in his <laughs> pants, all right? So that's what, that's the reference that Flan's trying to make. Google Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, dick, if you just if you want to know exactly what Flan's talking about, what? Just Google. You never seen that? Bill? Oh man, or bulge? How about no, that? Yeah, there's, there's a picture. There's a picture from Louisville, and it's just popping out of his, his pants. Hog. <laughs> Huge. Uh, Why uh, did I come on this show? I know, right? <laughs> I, just, I didn't. For the integrity of the show, I did not want to know about this. But Flan brought it up, and ever since then, it's just, God damn it, Teddy Bridgewater just. There's, yeah, it's a man's man for <laughs> obvious reasons. People, if you bet Teddy Bridgewater came in, he's like 5-0 and against the spread. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Awkward song. transition. Yeah, right. Who would you pick, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> he took the uh, Tennessee Titans tighten up, right? <laughs> we might have lost Bill. We have one more pick, Bill. Hold on. All right. So, Dan, who are you taking in this game? Uh Honestly, took the Chargers because of my fantasy team, and I'm taking the Bucks. Okay, I was gonna go like, Chris Godwin. Wrong game. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> go Chris Godwin. Tampa Bay. Okay, interesting. Flan, who are you taking in this game? Now, keep in mind, Teddy Bridgewater not playing in this game. This is this is Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> taking the Bucks. Has the Bucks. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Bucks in this game. Okay, why? Uh, I think just on Bruce Arians. I like him as a coach, and I think he'll figure out a way to. Have the Bucks win yeah, this Yeah, Jameis looked great in London. See, <laughs> well, no, well, the thing before that, he he the before that he was lining it up, and maybe he just had one bad game. I don't know a, what it was. That was a good one, Billy. That was a good one. I take the Bucks. <laughs> All right, I'm taking Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans because Jameis Winston's going to be doing a lot of squinting since they're going to be so <laughs> far behind on the scoreboard. Okay, the Titans are going to put this thing together with Ryan Tannehill. The Titans are perpetually one of those teams that's forever in the hunt, right? Seven and eight, seven and eight going into the last the, week of the season. Like eight the, and eight. The old they're, Memphis Grizzlies. They are in the hunt, right? They're just they're just trying to scratch and claw yeah, to make so. the playoffs, and then when they do, they're gonna get bounced in the first round. But Same they'll state? they'll uh, always oh yeah no no Memphis Tennessee and and, yeah, and they're playing Memphis too. In that yeah. state or Grit what? and grind is <laughs> just a state motto, right? <laughs> Along with electing Kane from WWE as a mayor in one Country of those counties. Music. Yeah oh geez yeah and Rocky Top. So sad days in Tennessee. You gotta look. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Country music is not a sad taste. Ryan Tannehill, I said sad days. Ryan oh. Tannehill and sad country music is all you have to keep you afloat mm. right now in Tennessee because Rocky they Top is done and you go Mem together. Memphis Grizzlies questionable. What else do you have? Do you have a hockey team out there in Memphis? The Preds. Bro. Oh, the Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Preds. Well, Nashville's not Memphis, so. 
Not well, the same thing. Nashville is where the Titans play. That's true. My bad. I'm the O-line of the Titans are just getting just ready the for those Predator games, man. They, oh, that's where they shine. The beer chugging, yes. <laughs> Tennessee's all just one big place, okay? It doesn't really matter. It's just one big irrelevant place back in the South, okay? I, I'm saying it. There you go. And that's just me <laughs> as, a, as a Gator fan. Just Tennessee irrelevant. Yeah. We are bashing on the Negative South tonight. <laughs> name something the South. Alabama in Tennessee. Well, You're not Ala- fucking saying <laughs> Alabama's, Alabama's for obvious reasons, okay? Don't even get me started on Mississippi, but that's the thing is I start running away. They can't catch me. They're so obese down there. Florida's worse than all those. No, no, no. Google Google Florida, man. Miami's a wonderful place. What was the the line that uh, Charles Barkley used? Uh, Weight Watchers is a gold mine down there. (laughs) (laughs) Weight Watchers curves, anytime fitness, 24. Victoria, definitely a secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We've wasted enough of Bill's time. Let's get to the wild card games if you tolerate our nonsense for a little bit longer. Let's judge these guys that aren't here with us right now. Mateo and Tim. Both taking Green Bay minus four. Mm. Packers playing the Chiefs this week. Are they traveling to Kansas City? Yes. And Pat yeah, Mahomes is practicing this week, so that's interesting. I wonder if that line will He's change. Not He's not playing. All right. So Green Bay minus four. They're taking it. Is that? Oh, I, I'm surprised Green Bay's a road favorite. But yeah, is this a smart pick, guys? Yes, no, quick. Yeah. If uh, I like it. If Mahomes isn't playing, yeah, it's a good pick. No Mahomes. Yeah. No Mahomes is a smart play. No Mahomes, and it's only four. It's kind of. I'm surprised that the Green Bay Packers didn't make. I mean, we'll talk about this a little later in the show with the wide receiver moves, but I'm surprised that the Green Bay Packers have not made a move at wide receiver yet. They must be very confident in Geronimo Allison and uh, MVS. Well, what, did, what happened to Vontae Adams? He's still hurt. I don't know what's going Turn on. Turf toe. Turf oh, That's just gotcha. basically arthritis in your toe is what that shit is, or like a stage away from gout. But all right, and then cousin John, uh, I don't know. I tell cousin John where to look up these lines, and I swear to God, he sends me his own made-up lines. He's taking the Bills minus two. Who are the Bills playing this week? Because I misappropriated them for the Titan or playing the Titans. The uh, Eagles. Eagles. Oh, okay. That's a why Eagles fly. interesting pick there. From Did you see that John. video of the the Eagles fan this week? Oh, he was so sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go oh, birds and fly. Eagles fly. The hat just goes. <laughs> Talk about Uncle him. Uncle Colin or whatever you called him. Uncle he Colin Coward. Yeah. He couldn't be more wrong on them. He was talking them up all offseason about how they're their most talented team in the league, and they're they look well. Horrible. He also he's also, they all hate each other. He's also quick to bash them about how they think football's fun when winning is fun. He thinks he he talks all the time about how they say Lane Johnson he went on and said that. Running his mouth. Well, you know he's got to find something that's wrong yeah. with everybody, but that's and just what he does. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those two are taking the Green Bay Packers, and then we have the Buffalo Bills there. All right, let's get the wild card started. Dan, who are you taking in your wild card game? So I bounced around a couple here. Mm-hmm. There's no wrong answer. Wasn't going to go Homer, but, you know, stayed away from that. I also wasn't going to go after the namesakes team. Mm-hmm. Bit, but they've been on the road for like nine years, and they're playing a team that just lost, so I think they're going to lose. But Wait, who are you talking I'm about namesake team? The Raiders. the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're hurting. The Nomads. Yeah, they need to like – yeah, that that's rough schedule. But I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts against the Broncos because they are absolutely horrible. Yeah. Flacco, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even look like he can throw the ball anymore. Much like Avery Bradley can't dribble the ball. What's the spread? <laughs> Hot takes. What's the spread on that game? 
minus six. Minus what I six. Saw. Okay, so yeah, I'll, Indy I'll minus it. six. Indy minus six. Joe Flacco just seems pretty inept. If I'm John Elway, I inept, need to. Ma- yeah. You need to make a move right now. You already traded away one wide receiver. It looks like they're just full on, just going to go into total tank mode. I don't know what's up with Drew Locke. That's a sketchy pick. I think he was sacked nine times last yeah, week. Well, that and Troy Aikman was starting to pick on him, just laughing at him at the Thursday night football thing, right? It's just. It was horrible to watch. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah, you just you and hate they, to like, see it. Like, who's on the Chiefs' defense anymore? They had nine sacks. Like, yeah, I mean, well, they turned it on once Mahomes went down. So credit the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs' defense has been terrible all year. Well, I'm saying credit once Mahomes went down. They turned it up though, and then they got after the the Broncos. They turned it up on Flacco. Well, that's true. Yeah, turning it up on Flacco. <laughs> I think this is 100 percent true. That that Joe Flacco elite question was always laughable to begin with, but this really just kind of brushes that under the rug. Like, get out of here, all right, Joe Flacco. Statistically, elite. that playoff runs the best any quarterback. Shut up. Ever. Get out of here, all right. I don't want to hear it. They won. I'll, I, I, I'll bail. I'll bail the Niner fans out here. They missed a play. They missed a pass interference call on that play, right? So that would have been revisionist history says that game would have ended differently. It didn't. So you would think you Niner know. fans would argue he is uh, elite. Yeah, because he lost to an elite quarterback. Or he got beat right? by a bum. Yeah. Well. I like, let, me, let me change I like, my pick to Houston. I like that spin zone. What you're gonna take Houston? No, oh, okay. I was gonna say I take that. I oh, that's is that who's playing the uh, the Raiders? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I usually have the list. Of, I usually have the list of games in front of me right now. I feel so naked without the internet. Jeez, just such a fraud. All right. Uh, let's go into the next one. Uh, Flan, who's your wild card game? I'm taking the Rams over the Bengals. You're gonna take the Rams over the Bengals. So How much are the Rams giving? Thirteen and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ! Actually, that's a really smart play. The Bengals are. F- they are, have no chance. The Bengals suck. are. The Bengals are god awful, and I feel like the Rams could win by fourteen points, two touchdowns, even without Todd Gurley. Yeah, Mixon sucks and Dalton sucks. And Can we officially Bill? So I just want to propose this question to you before I toss it to the Niner fans. That's like tossing it to the Lions, right? Uh, like figuratively, not the Detroit Lions. But are the Rams done? Are they not a threat in the NFC West right now? Is it is it just a two horse race between the Niners and the Seahawks at this point? Uh, they're getting dangerously close to making it. Yeah. I don't think they're dead dead yet. But they're pretty damn close. So they're going to win this game. They're going to beat the Bengals. That's fine. Who do the Rams have next? I don't have the Rams schedule memorized off the top of my head. Excuse me. Forgive me, guys. But I'm just saying, who do the Rams have after the Bengals? I know they're because they, they need. They're, they're going to win this game, I'm, and they need to win the next game. I know after the Niner game, they have like two or three pretty cake games. Yeah, they yeah. do because they play the Steelers in two or three weeks too. They so. play. Uh, they play they got Atlanta the last Bears. week. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Bears. They'll be fine. The Rams aren't dead yet. The Rams aren't or dead. No, yet. they got the Steelers, then the Bears. Oh. Ooh. Ravens, <laughs> Cardinals, <laughs> Seahawks. Okay, so after this, they have the Steelers. So they got three really easy games. In whoa, a row. whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, no. There's a tough roadblock in the middle there, and then they'll coast. Yeah, they have three teams in a row without a quarterback. Okay. Don't don't even. So I, ha- I have two. I have two. I have two. I have two quarterbacks. I have two backup quarterbacks right now. Simple math says two backup quarterbacks equals after one starting quarterback. Game, you're about to announce Mason Rudolph the next great well, thing. Well, he was about to one fumble away. Thank you, James Conner, from com- toppling down. Competed two balls past line Again, scrimmage. revisionist history. I don't want to. Have been there, Is he done seeing straight yet? You guys escaped. You that, was a cheap <laughs> shot. that was a cheap shot. <laughs> Fuck you, Earl Thomas. Okay, you should have been suspended. That fine wasn't enough, all right? So. But, yeah, it should have been the whole year. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ban him from the league. He should have just been. He should have been Vontez Burfitt him. All right. Just he's yeah. done. He's done. That, that's bullshit suspension. All right. I that's like the Rams suspension. pick minus thirteen and a half. Land. That's ballsy. But then again, the Bengals just don't have anybody. I feel bad They've for AJ Green at this point. Like every I, week. Uh, you got to trade AJ Green if you're coming up soon. Who here. did they beat? They didn't beat anybody. They have. They, yeah, they Bengals have got no wins. They're winless. Okay. They have. The they still have. A, they're, they're the Cardinals. Pre- I think Cardinals smoked them. Didn't yeah, the no, Cardinals. No, the Bengals no, won. No, Cardinals yeah, beat them by three points. Who yeah. they beat? They're zero and seven. Yeah, they are. 
No, they lost at the Cardinals, twenty six, twenty three. Yeah, well, dude, well, the thing that's pathetic about Washington is that was a team that was built to win too, and look what's happening. Jesus Christ! All right, Bill, when were they built to win? That, that's what they—they they didn't come out and awkward, out openly come out and just be like, "Yes, we're tanking," like the Dolphins have, where they've traded away all their players, like Kenny Stills, Laramie Tunsil, Minka Fitzpatrick. Like the Dolphins are full on in tank mode. Like they're still feeling. I've always a team, thought the Redskins just kind of are done. The R with Alex Smith. Oh, of course, yeah. Went down. You're not gonna put Haskins out there; he'll die. So, especially on that field. All right, Bill, who's your uh, wild card pick? Uh, we're going to wait till Monday night so you can watch <laughs> that game for about 10 minutes and turn it off. The Steelers will cover that 14 and a half. You know what? What a way to dismount this segment because I, too, am taking the Steelers at 14 and a half. I usually hate betting, the f- betting my favorite team, right, because that always makes me nervous that I'm going to jinx them. But I think – Given what I just said about the Miami Dolphins, and now that you said you did a jinx, I think it's I happen. did. Uh, well, this is a Minka, <laughs> this is a Minka Fitzpatrick revenge game. So watch it. Devin Bush balled out last time. He was on prime time right against the Chargers. Watch Minka Fitzpatrick have two picks, couple sacks, maybe a pick six, two picks, and a couple sacks, maybe even a forced fumble. Minka Fitzpatrick is going to rain hell against the Miami Dolphins. He went up against these guys in practice all last year, and even in, in even in training camp. So he knows what this offense is about. That other Fitzpatrick, the one that, that claims he's got Fitz magic, that's going to be tapped out. And for obvious reasons, I think the Steelers, regardless of who's at, at quarterback, whether it's Hodges or Rudolph, that defense is just too good, man, which is why I'm all the more bitter that Roethlisberger went down this year because it's like, uh, I gotta wait till next year to just be like, this is what could really happen. But I still have that, you know, make the playoffs and expectation. Then Tom Brady would be in the playoffs. No, no, no. Tom Brady's <laughs> done after this year, right? He's moving. His house is up for sale. So fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> but I'm saying, Bill, I'm all is, in on the Steelers on, in fantasy. So I'm, I'm down. With yes, that. four minus fourteen and a half. I feel like that's easy. They definitely win by seventeen points at least, right, Bill? I think that the defense can get 14. Yeah, the defense alone is going to score 14 points, and then I just need Mason Rudolph to go down there and get the Wizard of Boz, or maybe it's Duck, Duck Hodges, but get the Wizard of Boz in field goal range and just, boom, put one through, and we'll cover, and everybody's all all, easy and green on on Green Street, right, or Main Street, right? They have not been able, Miami has not been able to stop the run. Yeah, I think Miami's, I think, I think Miami's, winless against the spread too this year i think every single time miami has failed to cover uh, they do well in the first half and then they let it go in the third quarter that's when things happen because they don't make halftime adjustments so obviously it probably it could be a it could be potentially a, a close game in the first half which will be embarrassing but i think that they'll open it up in the second half and, and then ultimately the steelers will be okay that's safe bill I think so. Okay, I was just waiting for some confirmation there. Thank you. That's all. All right, Bill, do you have any parting shots to say? That covers everything. We'll see how your picks hold up because you are in uh, third place right now. So if you're going to be making a move, um, although your picks are eerily similar to Flans, so uh, the only games that you guys actually differ on are the uh, Bucks and the Wild Card. So better hope that Flan blows that if you want to make a move in the play- or in the standings at all. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of weeks left. There's plenty of time left. There's plenty of time. Flannel start. He'll get back down to where. He's <laughs> to what do you what do you think of Dan's picks so far? What is what do you think about those? Your guys' picks line up pretty much the same there, at least in college, and then you differ a little bit in the NFL. So you know. Well, the ones that line up are probably pretty damn good. Picks. Yeah, okay, that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll give you that. All right, all right, Bill. We will talk to you again on next Wednesday. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. Thanks talking. Thanks for talking, Bill. See you, Bill. Go Raiders. Talking with you. Yeah, go Raiders. You gotta get it. Well, will you look at me? I have the power.
what are we at like week eight it's week eight in the nfl season week sure. week eight in the nfl season and it is time for a brand new batch of power rankings right with every week i mean i could do this every half week really because things are so in flux with the nfl constantly bouncing around it's time for the power rankings uh first question here fellas because we're gonna be doing power rankings of soup uh do you consider chili a soup yes or no flan no no dan chili soup yes or no i'm gonna say yes okay what would you say defines a soup Flan. It can't be thick. It can't be thick. Okay, well, that totally wipes out any bisque, which I feel like is French for, for soup, right? Dan, why do you think it's a soup? I think I it's more of a stew. Know. But is a stew a soup? A chili's more of a... I feel like chili, chili's a more stew, of a stew. Yeah. 100% is a stew, but can a stew be a soup? Can a soup be I, a stew? I don't know. You don't know? No. You're still sticking with your answer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I'm right. sticking with my answer. I don't know why chili soup, but it is. All right, good. You lost me there. No, you're all good. Don't worry about it. We just roll with the punches. All right, power rankings time. Number five, I'm going to start off with the fifth best soup is tomato soup, right? Classic soup. You oh, can mix it around with soup, the soup rankings. Cheese. Soup rankings, power oh, rankings. NFL nope, rankings. Nope, Number five. I told Benji you guaranteed for the Niners between nope. eight and ten. Number five, tomato soup, okay? So tomato soup, you can mix it with a grilled There's cheese. There's a reason why he's moved away from the NFL power rankings. <laughs> we, will, we, yes. will, we will get to the – no, we'll talk NFL in a little bit. Don't you worry. But, yes, okay, so power rankings, tomato soup. Number four, broccoli cheddar. Tell me that broccoli cheddar is a really good soup. See, Dan's nodded with my yeah. two selections yeah. so far, so I know I got him. Flan's a tough right. sell. Broccoli <sighs> cheddar. Number three, butternut squash. Mm. Butternut squash is a little thick, though. You said you don't really like thick soups, though. So I don't really have soup. You take some butternut squash with some, like, raisins and uh, some walnuts. Like a better tomato. Oh, yeah, that's why it's ranked higher exactly. than tomato. Yes, it's a, it's like tomato. It's like tomato's better-looking Very friend. underrated meal is a... Uh, Grilled cheese with tomato soup. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. But, 100%. but I'm saying if you get hooked up with tomato soup and butternut squash comes looking by, that's that meme where you're walking, where the dude's walking with the chicken looking back at the other one. So that's your verbal meme. You're with tomato soup looking back on butternut squash. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what that is. Okay. Number two, split pea soup um, on the condition that it's got chunks of ham in it. Yes. Huh? Yes. Chunks of ham and some crackers and some split pea soup on a cold winter afternoon. Sign me up. During football season, I'll take it. Best place to get it is at Anderson's. Anderson's split pea soup, yes, 100%. And then I think this is just 100% undisputed, the heavyweight champion of the world forever and ever, forever as far as soup goes, chicken noodle soup. It doesn't matter what brand you like. Personally, I get the Campbell's, you know, because I'm old OG like that. But, yes, chicken noodle soup, undefeated, number one soup of all time. You're sick, you have chicken noodle soup. You're a little bored, you have hungry, chicken noodle soup. You just it's soup in general. You think soup, you think chicken noodle soup. All right. The yeah. the honorable mention is that Marichan uh, ramen. So whatever the instant noodles is. Um, that's a soup. Yeah. Yeah. So that's technically a soup too. I would say those are honorable mention, like cup of noodles. You know the Marichan instant noodles, whatever those yeah, things are. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's, that's that. But that's yeah, a quality the, list. The power rankings: number five, tomato soup; number four, broccoli cheddar; number three, butternut squash; number two, split pea on the condition that you have chunks of ham, and then number one, chicken noodle soup. Well, where, where would split pea be if there were no chunks of ham? If there were no chunks of ham, split pea. No, no, no. Split pea would probably drop to a number five, and I'd move tomato up. So okay. then butternut squash becomes de facto second best. In fact, it really was a toss-up between broccoli cheddar and butternut squash. I just went with the, you know, butternut squash seems like the healthier option when you consider <laughs> that, like, broccoli cheddar, I feel like, would just plug you up, and then you'd just be sitting there trying to shit for the next couple hours, but you're so full of cheddar, you're oh. like, oh. 
you know. I'm looking out for you. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, those are the power rankings. Now it is time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Let's start off with the number one right away, guys, the Los Angeles Clippers. I think it's safe to say not only winners just because you won the first game of the season, but you're also winners because you're already in LeBron's head. When asked about the rivalry, LeBron vehemently denied the fact that there was a rivalry, stating it like three or four times, like there's no rivalry. It's the first game of the season. We're trying to figure this shit out. It's like, well, you lost to the better team in L.A. So I think it's safe that the Clippers are the definite winner here, right, out of the L.A. teams? I would say so. Yes. No doubt about it. First of all, whenever you share a building, there's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. So yes, 100%. The, the instant that the Clippers moved to L.A., it was a rivalry. Who's paying more on rent? I think that's the Clippers, right? Like the the Lakers get a cheaper rent because of the, the name well, brand. They, aren't they trying to move to Inglewood? Uh, the Clippers are. The Clippers yeah. are going to have a different facility. Yes, Steve Ballmer definitely has the money to do that. So I, I think that will happen there. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, we have the Raptors getting their rings. And I'm going to say losers because you had to go, you know, overcompensate getting the biggest rings that have ever been made. And you know what? Enjoy it because that's the only rings you guys are ever winning. You are are fading back into irrelevancy. You will be a top-four team in the East that will lose in the Western Conference semifinals or Eastern Conference semifinals like you always have, even without LeBron there. You will fade back to irrelevancy. Take your super fan, take Drake, take all of that, and shove it up your ass because the Raptors— they are, they are done. They are done. All right. So take your rings. Enjoy it. You're done. Okay. What do we think? Are the Raptors? Are the Raptors even gonna make sure you spill that all over the equipment? Are, are the Raptors even gonna win like 42 games this year, guys? Like, come on, come on. What are we doing here? I don't know if they're gonna win, but I think it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty empty ceremony when your MVP isn't even there to celebrate with you. Yeah, you're done. He chose another team. The East is horrible, so they got a shot, but they are. I'm. Okay, of them being on the losers because mm-hmm. Drake got a ring. I mean, yeah. what what did he do? Get out of here. What did he do? What did he do? Get out of here. What is Those he done? North jerseys are ugly. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm getting fired up now. <laughs> the, the North jerseys, right? You, you just think of the Raptors, you think of Drake, and you think about all that, and then it conjures, conjures, conjures up the whole NBA Finals where it's like, if Clay didn't even go down, don't even get me started, okay? Right? The fool was ready to play on a torn ACL and was still to lit your ass up, okay? Get out of here, Toronto. What are you doing? All right? Nobody even knows how to pr- pronounce your name, your city properly, all right? The only reason, you don't pronounce the second T, but it's in there. It's just, you're so pretentious. Get out of here, <laughs> Raptors. Kiss my ass, all right? All right. Uh, so next up on the winners-losers list, we have some trades. Uh, some trades happened in the NFL, and we're going to grade these individually. Um, the, the New England Patriots added Mohamed Sanu but placed Josh Gordon on the injured reserve. Josh Gordon thought he was coming back soon, and now he's been placed on the injured reserve, so now he's not sure about that. What do we think about Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots? I'm terrified. I'm scared shitless because not only can Mohamed Sanu throw the ball, it seems like Bill Belichick just has a specific plan for every single player that he coaches from another team. I was shocked with a second-round pick for him. Oh, that was a steal. I mean, that's great for the the Falcons. I mean, that's going to be a late second-round pick because the Patriots, naturally, they're in the playoffs all the time. But, yeah, a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. That said something because Sanu's like, what, 30, 30, 31? I don't know. I I feel like if a second-round pick would be a – not really a move the chains kind of receiver that he is more of a mm-hmm. down the field, but that's uh, just me. okay. All right, Dan. Yeah, second round pick for you know he's been a number. Granted, he's with arguably the best receiver in the league on his team, but the number two receiver his whole career. But I just like I've just been hearing he's smart. He runs the right routes. Mm-hmm. He's always in the right spot. Like. Brady Brady doesn't really push the ball down the field, so I, I don't know. We'll see Whatever. what happens, but like. 
I don't know. I like it for the Patriots, but I like it for a one and seven Falcons. They definitely needed the wide receiving option, though. The Patriots. Whatever happened to that first? Uh, round pick Nikhil Harry, he's still hurt. He's trying to bounce back from injury. Really. And the thing is, with your Patriots wide receivers, is if you don't run the right route, Tom Brady's not throwing you the football too. You're so if he's cut. not a good, if he's not a good route runner, then Tom Brady's just gonna say Belichick, don't put him out there, right? So what do they have? They have Edelman. Unless you're, you know, six five. And yeah. Well, they have they Josh have Gordon. Edelman. They have Edelman. They have those two those white. two no name <laughs> nothing uh, tight ends with the Z's in their last name. They have Philip. They have Philip yeah. Dorsett, and then they have now uh, Muhammad Sanu Senior. First so. of all, when did can I just say, when did Ben Watson, because I was all about him in fantasy. I was like, oh, Ben Watson, great tight end. And then he retired. When did he get back on the team? When I have that no happen? idea. And what team was he? He was on the I, Saints for the hell, for yeah. a long time. And then the he was suspended because he was taking, you know, man well, that fits, that, stuff, fit, that fits the Patriots retire. mold right there. <laughs> cheat, cheat to win. That's what. Yeah. That's right there. That's what they preach up there in New England, right? And, and then they love the rub routes, too. All right. Uh, so, and then the next one is, um, who the Niners get? Emmanuel Sanders? I'm not sold on this trade, guys. I mean, I understand that you needed it because you don't you don't have anything out there really. Uh, I think maybe Dante Pettis and Debo Samuel are done some promise, but and let me just say this: this has nothing to do with the fact that he's a former Steeler because I feel like you already the juice has already been squeezed out of him. Right, his best year was three years ago. You got a 32 year old 5'11 wide receiver who's coming off of an injury from what was it last year or the year before? What he's not a red zone threat, so he's just going to be a guy to chew up yardage between the 20s. Absolutely, yeah. And he, I feel like Shanahan will use him in a way that will really uh, help out, or I don't know, help out, but like he'll he'll do a pretty good job. I feel like Shanahan, if Shanahan the run game, the yeah. red zone threat. Yeah. Well, Kittle. Okay. Oh, Kittle's the red zone threat. The lone red zone threat is Kittle. And the run game. And the run game. Okay. I like Brita. Brita's probably the. I would say Brita's probably the best player on offense. So why? What? So you're just saying because his age and his injury history. I'm a, I'm a little alarmed with his age and his injury history. The size is a little problematic too, right? So I'm just saying when it comes to. So that's why I'm he trying to wonder. What's well? That's what I'm wondering. Is he going to be? So he's going to be a guy that moves between the twenties. He's not going to be a guy that you're looking for for the big bang. I mean, like the the red zone. You're not a big body. Just curious of what the role is, what the fan expectation here is with Emmanuel Sanders. What do you think you're getting? What do you think you're getting? I'm in thinking in between the twenties. Okay. You know, ten or let's say seven. So third, to so twenty the, yards. The at a time. third down throw that Mateo was preaching to me that Jimmy Garoppolo is so great on the third down throw. That's going to be where he's going to be looking. Is he going to be looking at Emmanuel Sanders yeah. to try and pick up the first down on the third? Yeah. Down. I think it also shows you that they don't really trust in Trent Taylor coming back this year when they got or him. heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. As when they sign him, because okay. Trent Taylor's supposed to be the slot guy this year, and then I think with Emmanuel Sanders yeah. coming, he's going to be the slot guy now. Okay. The mm-hmm. thing that, yeah, everyone, I was talking to, you know, other Newman alum, Brian Alvin and Haig, other f- Niners fans, and they were like, man, a, a third and a fourth round pick, they don't draft in the second, third, or fourth round next mm-hmm. year. Who cares? Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. They drafted twice in the first round two years ago. They got some rotational player and a guy that's yeah. not playing this year yeah. for is, the Redskins. Is this, yeah. the piece that finally, is this the piece that finally gets Niners fans to start believing that there's a Super Bowl, they're a Super Bowl contender? I wholeheartedly believe that. I'm not – but what you were saying – I was listening, you know. I'm, I love it, I'm right? Because because let you me. You were saying you it's have the Super Bowl or bust. That's not true. No, one hundred percent. You have the coach. Let's, let's, let's take a, let's take a look at the ingredients here, though. You have the coach. You have the D coordinator, and the coach is the O coordinator, right? Too, right? He's the g- offensive genius. Yes. You have the D coordinator, and so you have the defense, which is highly ranked, even though uh, asterisks. You can't go from four and twelve 
You to have Super the best. You have one of the best. You have the second best defense in the league, though. Four twelve to Super Bowl and bust is. You, I think you get Super Bowl and bust if you have that expectation you going have, into the season. You have a season. run game. You have a run game. You're getting your you're getting your tackles back. You have your start. You I'm, have your I'm, franchise quarterback. The only question you had was really wide receiver, and now you have this slot guy that's going to solve it. So, so my question is this. So let me just get this straight. Mm-hmm. You go Dubs, who've been in the championship for five years in a row. One hundred percent. Still have. Steph Curry, yes, top what at least ten players in the league still have Draymond, perennial All Star, and you're saying second round, but now you're who've been in the Super or the finals the last five years, but now mm-hmm. you're taking a team that went four and twelve last year, like two wins the year before, and they have to go to the Super I'm Bowl saying, or bust. So no no sounding little Homer. No 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 no. What I'm saying with the Dubs <laughs> is you're missing your star player. You're missing a co-star player, right? One of the two signature guys, and you've just revamped a bench with a bunch of guys that have to gel together. You've also brought in another star player to try and replace the one that you just lost, which argument if he's a star, star player, right, or if he's just a max player, which the Warriors are playing with him. The Warriors reshuffled their deck, right? You look at what the Warriors' big four was to what the Warriors' big four is now, and that includes Clay being hurt. Who's going to step up to fill that hole? That's apples to oranges. The Niners last year, this was a team, I listened to Mateo and Flan talk all last year about how they were losing close games, the defense was keeping them in it, you, were, you weren't winning because Jimmy G was hurt. All the pieces are there. You have the run game. You have the offensive line. You have your franchise quarterback on the offensive side. You can't say a Super Bowl bust when you, when you even thought expectation was it, seven and nine. I said seven and, and nine ten. to nine and seven. That's what the range that I, I gave them. If, if, so you're going if, if they, three I and I think, seven. I think they, it's still pop- if possible they, with if, the schedule coming if up. They go, if they go to the NFC championship and lose, then next year you say Super Bowl or bust. I just think it's pathetic that from that same, but I also understand where the Niners are coming from because of where you've been in these past recent years. But it's just, if you're not win, if you're not gunning to win a championship or you're not gunning as the Dolphins are doing to get the first overall pick, you're stuck in mediocrity and it's failure. And I'm going to look at the Steelers season as a giant failure too. If they don't make the playoffs, if they don't try and make some noise, they made trades to try and win now too. Even the backup quarterback, it's next man up. We see New England do it all the time. Granted, it's tough to do what they do, but it's it's not a rebuild, man. It's reload year after year, and that's my biggest gripe with the Niner fans. Is it's it's you guys accuse me of moving the goalposts. I'm trying to keep up with you guys. Is is it a championship expectation because of all the pieces that you have together? You're this big bad NFC force right now at what seven and zero. But then again, I say who have you played? A bunch of backup quarterbacks and scrub teams. You're going to get a very coherent including back- the including the Steelers. I did say that. Yes, no, that's a backup quarterback, right? And then a bunch of other scrub teams like the Red. Uh, the, excuse me, the Washington. Washington team and the team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Who? Rams. No, the, well, the Rams. The Rams and the Steelers have been their two big tests this year. Everybody else has been a cakewalk for them, aside from that weather game in, in Washington, which and I've since been convinced. extremely hyped Browns team that they. Well, the Browns team was overhyped to, to all heavens, and you know I don't. See what I don't respect when they play them. The Steelers. You don't see why I, I don't respect the Browns. So. Uh, for obvious reasons. But that's what I'm saying is the schedule's going to get tougher. I'm going to be interested to see what happens. Maybe I am off my rocker saying 9 and 7 is a ceiling. Maybe they are maybe they are a 12 and 14. Maybe they are 11 and 5. But at that rate, I'm looking at them like you guys are a fucking wagon. You should be winning a Super Bowl if you're going to get that close. It's it's if you're not trying to win a championship or you're not trying to get the first round over or the first pick, right, or top pick what the fuck are you doing? It's mediocrity for There's your franchise. No doubt you're trying to win a championship. Exactly. And am I going to be like, what the fuck? We didn't win the you Super Bowl? You have a 7-0 and team right yeah, now. Yeah, like, we're, we're, we're going to say this is a shitty year if we don't win the Super Bowl this year. 
We went from being four and twelve. I would to look being... at it as a failure because of how you guys ran through the. It's, I'm saying at this point, currently where we sit in the regular season, again, and I think this is where you can introspectively look and just be like, well, it's the level of competition we played. Uh, that has something to do with it. Is that the Niners should be taken as a serious championship contender, a fucking wagon, one doubt, and no doubt. And if if they don't, and because of that, if they don't win the Super Bowl, I see it as a disappointment. But most teams should see that as a disappointment if you don't win the Super Bowl. So that's why I'm asking, like, with you guys, it seems that you're happy-go-lucky. I just hope they win the division, and then they make the playoffs, and we get a Niner playoff game. It's just like, what? That sounds like you're, like, a Texans fan. Is like, ready to lose on a Saturday afternoon on ESPN. Well, Jeff, you have not been through the shit years of a Steeler fan. Because I come They're from— They're coming. But I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I come from a—I I root for a franchise that's more of—that never goes rebuild. It's always reload, and that's evident as to what they did this year, and that's why they're going all in, and it's very important that you get we 11th We'll see pick. with Roethlisberger if they never go reload or okay. rebuild or whatever. I just say I, I like my options Had between Mason— Had your franchise Mason. quarterback for 15 years. I like my chances, though, with Mason Rudolph or Doc Hodges, either you one of them. That's—I keep hearing you say that. Yes, and you say, you. And, and it started with, I, I've been waiting, see, I've been waiting to come on the show. That's fine. I've been listening. That's fine. And it started with after the Niners game, you said he didn't play that bad. He two the passes past the yard. The Niners yeah. had five turnovers, and he couldn't win. That's the defense. They snapped the ball off their face. Well, it's they, not the defense. They were in the. They snapped the ball off their face. They were in the. They gave picks off their hands. They it had wasn't four, the defense. Yeah, defensive pressure adds to that. They I'm snapped just, the ball off their face. Well, oh, it's I'm not like turn. well then. So snap. then you're just gonna dropped say Jimmy G went out there and was just completely and incapable of navigating the offense and was just giving the ball over to the Steelers. Is that we're gonna say that sure your star quarterback your star quarterback okay. <laughs> but off a fumble, off a fumble. Again, this is what my gripe is with the Ravens fans too. Is the Ravens and Niners fans is I'm saying chill. Y'all are one fumble away from winning this game, and I know that means nothing because then it just becomes hypothetical. But if we just hold on to the football in those instances, I'm looking at a four and three team right now. If we don't snap the ball off her face or drop a snap, it's the same thing. Well, so. Jimmy G doesn't turn the ball over five times again. You know, okay, exactly. Game. Well, you know, get a, get a franchise quarterback that can hold on to the football, all right? It's a glorified Baker Mayfield right now. Get a franchise right. quarterback that doesn't rape people. Yeah, well, that's a long time ago, and he had a, he got his just desserts with the motorcycle accident, okay? We keep on revisiting that topic like karma didn't even that out, all right? He almost died, all right? Get off my guy's back. All right, moving on to the uh, winner, next winners and losers. Alex Morgan is pregnant. So this is a giant L for all men because uh, she was she was married to begin with. So that was the first L. But now that she's pregnant, it's like, all right, well, wasn't you, wasn't me. That's L for us. So. Funny how it, it's, it's uh, thought the same thing. Yeah, right. You're just like, damn it. Like, I never stood a chance, but damn it. Just one of those things. What'd you say, Flynn? When's the, isn't the baby like in April or something like that? I have no idea. I just know that she's pregnant. Uh, that's a, that's a victory I just saw that. celebration. I just yeah. saw that. Big, big time. Big but time. for real, though, that's why if I saw her husband, I'm dapping him up. Congrats on the sex. Mm. And I'm just getting <laughs> mad respect to you, sir. Okay? That's 100%. All right, moving on. Next winner and loser. Uh, the Utah, well, Utah is going to be hosting the NBA All-Star Game in 2023. I feel like this is a win for Utah, but it's an L for all the All-Stars. They're going to be showing up in 2023. Have you, heard about the, have you heard about the liquor laws in that town? It's that state. Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah, in the state, I guess. <laughs> and the town. Utah's yeah. one giant town. Utah. We're going, we're going west. But uh, I guess, like, you, they, like, they have, uh, when you put your ID and they put it through, like, this machine and, like, all the bars are, like, they, like, all um, oh, wow. are coordinated. You can only go to, like, three bars at a time. You can only have a few beers and the whole You know, that doesn't surprise. I'm surprised the Mormons even allow bars over in that state. So, good for them. 
That's yeah. an L. Yeah. yeah would you? Would, I don't know. It's measured shots. Plus, not to and mention, everything. Utah fans have that history of being suspect, the racist. All right. So there's going to be a bunch of, of of NBA players that are out there that could be subject to that. All right. Is so, in 2023. 2023. When's there going to be at the Chase Center? I have no idea. Maybe 2024 if we're lucky. Right. Bring it. Bring it to San Francisco. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, we have D Wade joining TNT. I'm not sure what part of Inside the NBA he's going to be on. What if he's just one of those things that hangs out? It's probably going to be like in Kevin Garnett. Yeah, segment. Area 21. That's what I was thinking. If they give him a buzzer button too but d-way doesn't seem like that was, i was so happy that was back on last I, night i'm so tired of chris weber though just get get chris weber off the television all right i'm tired of him i'm done with chris weber uh, you know what war, former warrior or not i'm done listening to you i don't like your analysis there's nothing better than charles barkley and shaq uh, just going at it welcome <laughs> back i can't we're wait for those two. that's tomorrow Dude, we get those shaq guys is the classic, like, dish it out, but can't uh, take it. Yeah, classic. no, 100%. Oh, yeah, the funny, what was the thing that Charles Bryce says? Like, I was, I was at the gym this weekend. They were oh, yeah, listening to this song. They're all talking about how uh, Kobe and uh, Flash just carried your ass to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's never it never gets old with those two. Then Kenny's just sitting there just laughing it up <laughs> too. And then and then uh poor um Ernie Ernie has to sit there and just mediate the whole thing. That's the word. But I love EJ's Nito stat of the night. So, who he play un- for? Unsullied by sponsor or unsullied by sponsor? Oh yeah, the who he play for? <laughs> that's hella good with with Chuck. Oh yeah. man. Or when they eliminate they gone fishing during the playoffs. I mean we're getting ahead of ourselves, <laughs> but yeah, that's always a good time on Thursday with those guys. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, we have a, a disqualification in high school football. I don't know if you guys heard about this in St. Louis. So there's a rule in St. Louis uh, that if you get susp- if you get kicked out of a game, you're suspended for your next game. So this kid, I don't know his name, I uh, just saw that. I just know the story. Uh, he was a junior last year, got in a fight in a playoff game. So he got suspended for the next game, and it just happened to be an opening game against a ranked opponent from Illinois. So St. Louis going up against the school in Illinois. So what did the coach do? The coach dressed him up in a different number and had him no. play anyway. <laughs> and nine games later into the season where they're slated to make a playoff run and be ready to go back to the state championship game that they lost the previous year with the, the game that the kid got ejected from, they have had to forfeit their entire season uh, just before the homecoming game, and they're done, all because the coach dressed up this kid in a different way. What gave it away was a reporter was looking at pictures from early in the season compared to later in the season and noticed a tattoo on the kid that looked eerily similar. So the fact that they changed jerseys and helmets didn't matter. It was the tattoo that gave it away. So L for the coach. This is a Cardinal Ritter out in St. Louis. They were a wagon, apparently, about to go back to the state championship game, but got busted because their star player was illegally dressing in another, making up a name. So, yeah, giant L for that. Oh, uh, too bad. Uh, story time. How, how do you – that's – Nine games. Nine games. There's so many L's in he this got story. To, he got, so to, many he got suspended for the first game, which is fine. That's whatever. I can understand maybe and, – and the thing is is that the local community is, like, totally supportive of the coach. They're like, I mean, it happens. What? You know, like – it's backwards That's out there. L, the, L the further <laughs> east you go, man, it gets more backwards. Like it just, and the further south you go, the further south there's you go, it just gets a little backwards. I mean, it. there's so many L's. First oh. of all, you're playing a team from Illinois. How much matters? They're that ranked, even? nationally ranked, two yeah. nationally ranked teams. But like in the state, if you're gonna go for a state championship, it doesn't even matter. Who Kids cares? going out for scholarships. It? Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Star That's player. You Second of all. If you got a tattoo, wear an Under Armour. Like, what, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's like the easiest fix yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so many uh, All right. 
Uh, last up on the winners losers list, it's Joe Buck season. So I'm gonna give Joe Buck a W. We're all quick to hate on Joe Buck, but he's about to do Thursday night football turnaround. He he said he's not gonna do uh, Sunday afternoon games while the World Series is going on, but he's gonna do Thursday night football, do all the World Series, and then as soon as that's done, he's gonna go back to doing Thursday night football and Sunday the America's game of the week on Fox on Sunday afternoons with Aikman. So. Props to Joe Buck. I'm just saying, this is the time of the year. Love him, hate him. He's doing a job for Fox. And I used to not like I Joe always, Buck a lot, but I now I always, respect him. I always didn't mind Joe Buck. The one that I hated was Tim McCarver. Oh. I thought he was the one that no. just made uh, it so Joe Buck, bad. Let me tell you about this giant thing. Mama, Mama, shut the fuck up, Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver right? was the down. absolute worst. Yeah. Joe, I, really, I never really understood. I still don't understand, I don't understand the hate, the with hate Joe for Joe Buck. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. He almost lost his voice doing a hair plug surgery. That's kind of crazy. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Well, that's what they're talking about. Was yeah, well, dude, it was growing in his throat. Yeah. Weird. Well, it wasn't, that's <laughs> another Zeta. They, was, they left, they left the thing, they left uh, like the anesthesia or whatever it is in his throat, and it like he had like a reaction to it or something like that. It almost swelled up. He almost died. Damn. It was some crazy ass shit like yeah. that for him to get hair plugs. So, but yeah, so credit to Joe Buck. It's Joe Buck season. All right, fellas, let's wrap it up. We're running a little long here, but it's time for the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. So as we open up the Twitter machines here and see what's trending, Flan, do you have anything for us? Um, yes, this is a pop culture and I guess Thank you. kind of a political thing. But, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Stick to sports. Joe Rogan has a new uh, podcast, three-hour podcast, and it's with Edward Snowden. Ah, Joe Rogan experience. So huh? I know what I'm listening to at work tomorrow. Dan, do you listen to <laughs> – certainly not our podcast. Dan, do you listen to – Do you listen <laughs> to the – be analyzing this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you listen to – no, he won't. He won't listen back. He just comes on, just bloviates, and then boom, on to the next episode if he shows up. Depends on which one his agent says, yeah, you could show up to that one. So, um, Got a life to live, yeah, dude. Like I said, <laughs> just always on the move. Uh, and also uh, Kanye West's uh, great gospel album comes out. Okay, hold on, hold on. I want to go back. I want to go back to the Joe Rogan thing because I see here on Twitter it says his marathon podcast with Edward Snowden. First off, marathon podcast three hours is like the standard length for Joe Rogan's podcast. This is why I can never make it through one of his episodes. It's because it's just Joe. You should have wrapped it up an hour ago. All right, I appreciate everything you're doing, but fuck, these are too long. Right? Only got so much of an attention span. Uh, And then the Kanye West thing. I mean, Kanye's been promising new music for like what now, like a month and a half. He just keeps on pushing it back. Well, he has that. Well, he had what's the album like Yandy? No, no, he had like Yee. No, no, no. He released that one a year and a half ago. Okay. Like Yandy or something like that. He was released a year ago, and then he just never did. This guy. This fucking guy. What are your thoughts on Kanye West, Dan? I mean, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about him? Fan of the older stuff. Yeah, old no Kanye, doubt no though. doubt about it. When There's did he kind of fall off? I'd say Yeezus is really when he started to lose me with Kanye. It's just like Life of Pablo is pretty good. Well, it's got a couple on there. Yeah, famous, beautiful morning. That's yeah, a good, that. good gym yeah. song. Okay, all right. Uh, anything else here as we scroll down? I'm looking. I don't see much here. Fast Furious Nine coming soon. Oh Jesus, get out of here! When are we gonna those stop with those so movies? Badass. When are we gonna stop with the Fast? <laughs> <laughs> those movies are so ridiculous. That's <laughs> why so bad. Did you can't take <laughs> your eyes off. Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? No, I don't oh, watch okay. those cr- crappy spinoff the, the, things. Oh, the crappy spinoff! What are you talking about? It's just taking. It's just taking that one niche part of Fast and Furious and just sticking. Uh, like a I guess, of I guess, and, 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 uh, I guess that it. movie like really pissed off the whole cast. It oh. was like those um. 
basically The Rock just making a profit off of Vin Diesel's like yeah, and they don't sounds like The made. Rock's entire career. They yeah. have it. They yeah. have yeah. it written into their contracts that certain guys can't lose certain fights yeah. in certain scenes. How ridiculous <laughs> is that? It's, it's the WWE, yeah, right? Seriously, <laughs> the action, it's The Rock's entire career. It all action, makes sense. The, the guy's a G. The action he heroes. The action heroes are ridiculous, man. That's they have so many little rules here. All right, how about this? Uh, last up, Dennis Quaid is engaged to his 26-year-old now fiance. Laura Savoy, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but uh, shout out to Dennis Quaid. How did he not make it on Winners and Losers? Uh, he's, this is pop culture, no Winners, Winners yeah, and Losers, know, sporting saying. headlines. Okay, so okay. this is why pop culture update. Also, borderline kind of creepy because we can give, kinda creepy, we can give like him the 60, W. So that could yeah, almost be an L. Pushing fifty, <laughs> yeah, mid fifties. You know, he's doing. He's taking those Frank Thomas pills, and then he's going around. He's twenty six year old. What do they got? New Genix. Oh, yeah. Big hurt. Uh, no, he's putting the big hurt on her. All right. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Uh, name a Dennis Quaid movie, real quick. Can you? Uh, yeah, Parent Trap. Oh, okay. great. I yeah. can't. You can't. Neither can <laughs> I. Parent I know. Trap. I've seen a couple Dennis uh, Quaid the movies. Rookie. The Rookie. Ooh, the I knew rookie. it. I was, that was on the tip of my Man, tongue. I niche swear. Dennis Quaid. Had, uh, I knew he had, was in he a had another movie. one that was like him being a poli- uh, president bodyguard. And it was like, it took you through like the eyes of like seven different people and it like kind of came to the final conclusion. Came out like ten years ago. Big Dennis That's Quaid fan. Huge, <laughs> huge, huge. I only watch Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid and Nick I'm, Cage. I'm literally you to Dennis Quaid is like what I am to Tom Hardy. I'm just so amazed right now that it's just what you have this niche Dennis Quaid knowledge. Next thing I know is Dan's gonna show up next week and just guys, I just binged Nicholas Cage for for all week. All right, I'm a big Nicholas Cage guy. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking. You know, Con Air is a good movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> those, those are good movies. Love those those are good treasures. movies. Those so unrealistic. Good. Yeah, should have made a trilogy, but they didn't. His dad, it looks like Benjamin Franklin. Get the fuck yeah. out of here, all right? Yeah. Uh, Fun fact: that quick. is that guy. That's his father in the sh- in the show. Yeah, is Angelina Jolie's dad. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, that's Never have guessed that. I don't have anything else for the pop culture update, do you? No. Dan, you don't have anything? Okay. No. Uh, Real quick, just this popped into my head. Uh, Can we start calling Teddy Bridgewater the Louisville Slugger? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It's so ironic. It's so, so funny. Oh, my God. You've got to see the picture. It is. You're you're man. It's mesmerizing. You gotta see the picture. Mesmerizing, dude. It is crazy. Teddy Bridgewater starring in Wild Hogs. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. You'd be like, holy shit. Oh my god. (laughs) All right, Dan. Aside from the weird, awkward boner jokes and transitions, how do you think you did on this podcast? Uh, A little shaky to begin with. There's no doubt about it. But I enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for having Dan me. Dan shot for the stars. So he was just friend of ours. I think it's official. We've officially moved on to the next stage of our relationship. Friend of the show, Daniel Benjamin. So we'll see if he comes oh, back. Acquaintance to <laughs> jump, <laughs> jump the buddy. That's actually true. My bad. We have to go. We have to recite Am this. Am I just a podcast buddy or <laughs> I'm a friend? Acquaintance. You said friend. You can't take that I back. said friend of the show. Now you're trying to become a good friend oh, until you yeah. get to homie status. And then you get to the point where it's just bro. Bro show. Bro. Show bro. Bro. Yeah, show bro. <laughs> Show bro, you down for a bro show? Bro show, bro sh- on the show, bro. Yeah, bro show on the show, bro. All right, so that'll do it for us. Uh, Flan, do you have any parting shots? Any shit to talk? No. Yes. No. Maybe so. Uh, no. Okay, both of you guys are going to the Niner game on Sunday. Dan, next time you're on, you'll tell us about Japan because we just didn't have any time for that. We had lots to address, and then also the PSPS shutdown really just affected how the flow of things were. So, uh, next time, I get time, that generator back to your neighbor. Yeah, I do. Next time, there will not be any candles. Sorry, uh, there might be some oil, but there's no candles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces.
Cheers. I like that. Hey, yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey. Niggas talking. I'ma walk, don't worry about it. Yeah. Setting transits. Niggas late like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Moving silence. I don't speak upon the violence. Woo. Love you with that. Pledge allegiance to the flagging. Bring your static. Talk your shit and drop your address. Woo. We got time today, so check your rollie and your paddock. Yeah. Backstage, Shorty John Stockton, where's your passes? Yeah. Looking at a star, not Ray Charles, where's your glasses? Woo. Cop card next to us got flipped off like gymnastics. Yeah. Pick six, I'm to the house like UPS with that package. Yeah. Office smelling that sweet smell of that short term satisfaction. Yeah. My shit in the way blasting. Open doors and go Casper, nigga. Hey, I'll feature like Jasper. Yeah. Hit that bit with a multi-milli after. Yeah. I remember what y'all broke niggas said backwards. Yeah. Burning bitches with some nicks in this backwood. 